This is Bright Side Home Theater. Hey, home theater nerds, welcome to the Bright Side Home Theater Podcast. The Home Theater Podcast, it's all about the experiences, the sights, the sounds, the scenes. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> That's what I wanted. I almost texted you, Steve. I almost texted you. Like, don't. I said, he'll pick it up and run with it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. That's what I, happens to me all the time. I, so. heard the, I heard a question mark at the end there, but yeah, yeah. the scenes. Steve. Welcome, officially welcoming welcoming you to the show. Uh, meeting John for the first time in oh, yeah. Yeah. in virtual person. Is that what we yeah, call virtual this? person? Is that what we call this? Um, yeah. yeah. So this has been, uh, and we are live streaming. And Absolutely, fame, fame at last. Yeah. Yes, fame, fame at last. <laughs> it's like we, we, we to have, like four people. <laughs> well, to be fair, we're live streaming to the green room. Which is right. great. Um, it was funny. We we practiced it the other day. You don't need a moderator because the green room's already moderated. It's great, uh-huh. perfect. Because it's you want to <laughs> be part of the green room. You you know be a Patreon supporter or you come on the show. We love those people. Let's bring right. them all in. So streaming every show from now on live in the green room. Uh, oh, we Graham, are. <laughs> yeah, yeah. From now on, why not? Oh, Gra- Graham Cole says, "Loving it." <laughs> Mike Schramm said, well done. I don't know if he's talking to me or talking to the rest of the sausage party. I mean, the green room, you know, little (laughs) jokes we had back there. (laughs) But yeah, home theater talk abound. Boys, how's your week going? Fantastic. Yeah, not bad. Not bad. Glad to be here to decompress. (laughs) Well, it's a special occasion. Did you happen to notice that when I put that out on the uh, little um, notification of the stream? I did. Did you see what was that? Hell, no, it's I didn't. It's the three-year anniversary of Brightside Home Theater. Wowzers. Yeah. How does it feel? How it, does it feel? <laughs> well, it took three of us to get here and all the listeners. <laughs> it, that's how it feels. And uh, it feels yeah. great. I'm pretty excited. And that's why I want to get streaming going, get this stuff going. I've been talking mm. about all this for, well, three years. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> finally got this thing off the ground. <laughs> Hey, yeah, it's not how you start, ha- it's how sh- you finish. Uh, so, well, or never finish. Just keep going or forever, never finish, right? forever and ever. Yeah. Uh, where are the party hats and the balloons and the cakes? You know, what's going on, DJ? They, I think the ship sank on its way over to you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Oh. Uh, Just like, delivered yeah. the T-shirt and that yeah, was it. <laughs> I know. I see you're rocking. The, when did you get that? It looks fresh. looks new. Today. I was... <laughs> There you go. I got my Iceman on because I, I wore my Maverick the other day. You did with, for Todd. Uh, yep, yeah. with Todd. And, uh, yep, so I yeah. figured I'd go and with my, the uh, Iceman. And, and again, my very cheap aviators just for the, uh, just, for the just to complete oh. the, just for the about, effect. About four pounds. I couldn't find my jumpsuit. <laughs> I went as Iceman for Halloween one year, and uh, I, couldn't oh, yeah. fi- I couldn't find my jumpsuit anywhere. I was going to wear it. How do you lose that thing? It's a big green jumpsuit. It had all the patches. Jen probably burned it. No. <laughs> she loves me in that thing. Oh, okay. <laughs> Maybe not. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, no, this literally arrived today just for this show. I may never wear this again. It's, uh, well, I, I, it's, well, I got this, this thing. It's, it's a 2XL. 
which because I, I I thought the the extra large won't be big enough because I'm you know fairly fairly big and um, yeah, but it's this is like a dress. <laughs> so well, it you got to wash it's it. Huge. Well, yeah, wash yeah. it; it'll shrink. Yeah, wash it. Yeah, it'll shrink. It'll be nice. Well, it's good to know. I'm not just here for home cinema. It's good to know we're we're swapping washing tips as well. Yeah, we've exactly. Got, uh, we, we, good housekeeping all... seal of approval. <laughs> yeah, it's an all encompassing home theater podcast. <laughs> oh boy. I, um, so this show is going to be for the YouTube viewers. Uh, if you're watching us on YouTube, thank you very much. If you're a first time viewer on YouTube, uh, normally we'll have a more engaging, uh, YouTube experience. This is just going to be this all the time. Cause I was going to redo all the pages, but to try to fit the three of us and the 4k releases and, and the stuff on the screen, it's just, they're going to have to look at our ugly mug the whole time. So, uh. oh, well. <laughs> but we'll we'll still have all the fun stuff. We'll still go over all of that. Um, I'm just a little bit worried, DJ. We're going to get recognized in the street. We're going to be chased know, for autographs. It's, you know, is it a good idea? Apparently you know? only if we're in Mike Schramm's neighborhood, because apparently that's where everybody <laughs> congregates. But <laughs> between yeah. Omar and Mike and Johnny Speakers, that's the that seems to be the location, right? So where, where the, the most that's where the streams the, cross. Yeah, exactly. Three streams. <laughs> that's the, the largest congregation of Brightside home theater people ever right there (laughs) three great that's all it takes i mean to be fair how many podcasts i mean unless you're a a huge podcast that has a live event or something but to be fair how many people have people actually getting together and then all right three of them that's pretty cool probably (laughs) not many yeah exactly It'll be like the Nazca lines from the air when you look down. There'll just be a bright side sort of, you know, symbol rather than uh, rather than the uh, you know the ants and all that stuff. Yeah, it'll, it'll yeah. converge there. Mike Schramm <laughs> says in the in the chat says the more the merrier. So we're gonna have to we're gonna have to do one from his house. Yeah. <laughs> we'll all, we'll come we'll on the road. show up one day. Yeah. <laughs> all right. He'll uh, be outside cuddling the speakers. We'll know it's his house. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. We are, because of scheduling, we are in a time crunch, so we will go over our promos page, as I mentioned earlier. Um, Yeah, so if you want to, you know, subscribe to us on YouTube, greatly appreciated. Hit that subscribe button. Mash that like button. John loves to say that. Yeah. Uh, Let's see, what else? Uh, You can follow us on Twitter, at BrightsideHT. You can follow Steve, at LegalBeagleOK. You can follow John at, at Arkham Comics with an X. Uh, you can email each of us at Steve at brightsidehometheater.com, John at brightsidehometheater.com, and you guessed it, DJ at brightsidehometheater.com. Um, other than that, John, you want to uh, tell them about your favorite? Uh, yeah, patreon.com slash brightsidehometheater. There you go. Uh, you can yeah. donate as little as a dollar or as much as you would like. And you could, that gets you into the green room, gets you to be a part of the behind the scenes stuff that we do. Uh, we did a green room live stream the other day just to test it out. That was a lot of fun. Mike Schramm and I ended up jumping on with me after John got off. Um, and that was a learning experience because Mike Schramm used his phone and we got a lot of feedback. So not, not feedback as in like, Hey, thanks Mike. No, it was a, like, <laughs> um, let's see what else. Uh, yeah, that's about it. Uh, I don't have any updates on patrons. Sorry. I know it's our anniversary and without the listeners, I'm nothing. Um, because 
Actually, to be fair, I probably would still be sitting here if I didn't have any listeners because that's just what yeah, I do. <laughs> podcasting into the ether. <laughs> yeah, I started that way and I'd be like, I'll keep plugging away. Right. <laughs> Hopefully, John would be like, how's that going? I don't know. <laughs> but uh, no, it's been a lot of fun. Uh, three years of this. Uh, John started with me four years ago at chat. Uh, obviously, coming over here this year, we brought Steve in this year. Um and we're just ramping up from here. So, uh, yeah, so that's about it. Uh, oh, also you can go to the website, brightsidehometheater.com and you can click on a box of popcorn, buy us a box of popcorn. That'll get you in the green room as well. Uh, and there's a $5, $10 and as much as you'd like. Uh, so all of that fun stuff. Ira bought me another box of popcorn this week. <laughs> so he's the only one. No, just bought two. no <laughs> that's how he, um, we're actually our HT tours. If you want to have your theater featured, which I'm behind on on that one, editing those podcast or those videos, um, they're doing really well. Uh, there's the one that we did last week. JR's room is actually catching up on Mike Schramm's room. It is oh, yeah. cranking. If you haven't seen, did you see that one yet? Did you guys see it? I haven't seen either one of them. Yeah. I haven't seen it. I had a, I had a sh- little look at it. Yeah. It's really nice. Oh, yeah, God, really, really nice. The sound treatments he yeah. has. He has like four inch, yeah, the four inch sound treatments in his ceiling. He has four of them going across the ceiling. I mean, it's an amazing, and the speaker setup that he has is amazing. It's mostly for two channel listening. He loves music and it's, but the room, the video is cranking. But, uh, but yeah, he sends, we, we make like very little bit and he sends me, that's how he sent, that's why he helped me get it. So he could pay me my money. He's like, he feels bad, (laughs) but he's like, yeah, we get like a very little bit of, uh, a little money from YouTube because there he puts it through his website, which is already monetized. Right. Um, but yeah, so that was cool. All right. Um, tweaks of the week. Do you guys have any tweaks this week? Uh, none for me. I haven't ventured behind my cabinet. I've stayed well away from it. <laughs> yeah. No, none for me this week either. I had an accidental one. I was yeah, in my, that. yeah, I was in my room. And I was watching, uh, oh, oh, I was, uh, Firefox. We'll talk about that in a little bit. I was watching Firefox and I tried to adjust the volume with my, my app. And I almost sounded like Popeye with me app, with my app. (laughs) And it wouldn't move. It wouldn't move. And I kept, and then I went out and I, I backed out of it on the app on the phone. And I went to check and see if it was at, you know, my, um, not at reference, but if Odyssey was engaged, it wasn't. I was like, what the hell? So I engaged it, tried to move nothing. What ended up happening, I got up, long story short, I, I used the regular remote, used the real remote, used the Harmony remote, tried the volume knob on the front, nothing moved. But it was playing perfectly in the room. Playing at reference level, right. cranking away, watching Firefox, I paused the movie, unplug, I had to unplug, it wouldn't even power down. I had to unplug it, plug it back in, as soon as I plugged it back in, ran an update. You could see on the little dial on the front of the Maranta, mm-hmm. it gave me the little dial telling me, and right on that little dial, it's pretty cool. It gave you the percentage, 10%, 15%, 21%, and just counted up. Took about a minute, off and running. It's been perfect ever since. Hmm. So, mm. so it's nice when you get a little tweak and you didn't even mean it. I don't yeah. Know. I swear <laughs> I mean, it sounds ch- better too. Change anything or do anything? <laughs> I know. No, that's what I'm <laughs> yeah. saying. I'm like, I swear it sounds better. <laughs> right. <laughs> A little extra but it's the bass. 45 minutes worth of stress taken off your life 
I'm trying right. to get it to, to it work. Was, <laughs> it was literally five minutes because I was just like, all of a sudden, I'm like, uh-oh, uh-oh, why isn't this moving? You know, and I was like, and next thing you know, I, I you know, I, I figured it out. My son was sitting outside the room and he's like, just watching me. You're like, what are you doing? Because yeah. I have to go around and do all this stuff. <laughs> So, he's oh, used to that, I'm sure. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> it's like visiting someone in the zoo, is it, or something? Yeah, so yeah just watch glass <laughs> coming in and out of the room, in and out of the room, and <laughs> feeding time. He's it's just fine. sitting on the couch, and I walk back and forth, and he'll be like, "Check out this guy," and I'll walk by. Oh yeah, yeah. I'll watch his show while I'm doing it. So yeah, big fun, big fun. Um, all right, you ready to get to listener experiences then? Mm, sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, let me pull these up here. All right. This one comes from Vince. It says, hey, guys, listening to Takeover Tuesday and enjoyed your conversation about sports movies. You may have already seen this, but ESPN did a 30 for 30 about the 1980 hockey game, but from the perspective of the Russian players. It's called Of Miracles and Men. I had to buy it on YouTube, but I imagine... Yeah, buy it on YouTube, but I imagine if you get ESPN Plus, you could watch it there. Really good interviews with several of the Russian players. I really enjoy your podcast, especially when you have Steve from the UK. Keep up the good work, Vince. See? Huh? Just, awesome. just, there you yeah, go. Yeah, <laughs> My head's growing. There you go. It's getting bigger. There you go. This, if, if somebody yells out, hey, Steve, just yell back, hi, Vince. <laughs> Because there's one. Because <laughs> chances think are it's going to be Vince. <laughs> I think I know him. Was that on Twitter? Uh, no, that was an so email. Was email. Oh, okay. Uh, well, there is yep. a guy called Vince Hopkins who lives quite, nope. quite close to me, and, and uh, oh, it's not him. Okay. Nope. Well. I have his last name here, but yeah. No, that's not <laughs> Hopkins. Nope. Um, but yeah, I, I, I actually emailed back to Vince and said, let me check that when I get home and see if I've seen it before, and I, I never got to it. So I I'm I think I might have seen that. I don't know how old it is, but it sounds familiar because I've seen most of the 1980 hockey stuff and uh, from both sides, and it might actually be just another feature that I saw where they talked about the Russians and how, how they were handling the situation, and it, that was, it was a crazy time. Crazy, crazy time. Knowing, knowing nothing about hockey other than that it's ice and there are sticks and there are cool sort of masks which which give rise to 80 slasher films um is this is this the uh the the, is this from the film miracle Mm -hmm. is that or is that something else yeah well that's what that's what brought it up you know stuff see that's what brought it up as i was talking with uh jonathan i believe god i hope i got that right um yeah jonathan asked (laughs) i'm just gonna say steve from now on um no uh i'm pretty sure it was jonathan and what I he had asked me what my favorite sports movies were, and that was one of them was Miracle, and hmm. uh, so and then I think I said you know um, you know Slapshot. I think there was another. What was the other one? Um, the one in Mystery Alaska. There's that didn't one. Up, didn't mm. you say Young Blood too? Young Blood. Oh yeah. Which like is not on anybody's top list of favorite sports <laughs> movies except yours. <laughs> Sounds about right, right? Yeah. Well, I said Rudy. To be fair, yeah. what yeah, would yours well, that's be? True. What would yours be? Uh, uh, Rudy's great. Um, I love um, Cinderella Man. Uh, yeah, it's a great, Ooh, yeah, Russell Crowe movie. Yeah, oh, very good. Um, mm-hmm. I really like Any Given Sunday. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. The Natural. Oh, um, yeah. Major League. Major League. That's good. Um, but yeah, the Cinderella Man is one of my 
favorite sports movies. Mm. It's just yeah. excellent. So, Steve, and quite a tough, quite a tough watch at times as well. I, I it is yes. where, yeah. where you've got Russell Crowe not having his food and he gives it to his children instead, right? Because uh, they're in the depression, aren't they? That that mm. always gets me. I, I yeah. find that really quite 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 tough. But it's a great film for me. Now, see, I'm going to go more mainstream and then go niche. So for me, I think probably Field of Dreams is really good. Yeah, um, true, albeit, yeah. I don't know whether you call it a sports movie. Is it a sports movie? I don't know. But I, I yeah, it's a sport. Yeah, sports <laughs> in a drama. field. Yeah, yeah. But it's, <laughs> or would you call it a farming revolve. movie? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I guess. It, well, it's it's corny. Yeah. Oh yeah. wow! <laughs> Look at that. <laughs> um, and one that wow, it really is prob- an anniversary celebration. <laughs> <laughs> now, here is one that you may not have heard of, DJ, but John, you will have, or if you haven't, you need to. Um, now, over here, it's called Escape to Victory. There, I think it's, it's victory. Just victory. Yeah, with Stallone. Victory. Yeah. 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 Stallone. So, yeah, oh, okay. I thought of yeah, that yeah, one yeah, while yeah. John was talking. Excellent. I'm like, yeah. that's an awesome. Now, I, I haven't love seen that. that yeah, twenty five years or more, but I remember the poster for it, where like their bodies are all down, and, mm. but it's a V. They're all sh- like yeah. out like that. It's real. I love the art on that, but yeah, I love that. There movie. is a, there is a, um, it's out. There's a special edition Blu-ray over here because of course it's is football there? or soccer, so it, there's right. a special edition Blu-ray which is actually really nice. It's been remastered. I've only bought it in the last year. Worth looking into, guys, if you okay. if you want to see yeah, it again, how it should be seen. It's worth Amazon. picking up, and it. Yeah, and it's quite cheap as well. It's not expensive, um, and it's worth getting it. And it's still such a good film. I only watched it not that long ago. But my, my dad likes to tell this story, and I don't think it's right, but my dad likes to tell it very quickly, that, that, that Michael Caine is in the film of, as well as Stallone and lots of other famous yeah. um, footballers and stuff. And, and the story my dad tells me is that Michael Caine was interviewed and, said, and was asked, how did you get on with Sylvester Stallone? And, that, uh, and Michael Caine says, well, I barely saw him. And and, uh, he, and he said, well, why is that? He said, well, because in between takes, he was always in his camper van or caravan typing away. And uh, it was Rocky. He was typing. Mm. Oh, That's really? awesome. <laughs> yeah. He was writing Rocky, which, of course, might be another sport movie. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, and I did. I thought of Rocky as well because, yeah. you know, huge fan of that franchise. <laughs> it, yeah. <laughs> but. Oh, absolutely. And what's funny is when somebody asks me or ask me anything, like if – whether it's movies or anything like what's your favorite and it's i always mm. have just gone with whatever jumps to my mind at the time and it, obviously right. that's going to be up there but yeah these are all i mean rocky how did i not say that that and you the, that's yeah. the thing is when somebody asks you and you're like thinking about it later like oh my god and i think i even said that I, to jonathan i'm like i know later i'm going to be like how did i not say that like you know like my son's uh championship <laughs> game i have on home video you know, <laughs> I don't know. Um, there's, uh, the, yeah, victory is an awesome one. Um, yeah. Graham Cole. I'm surprised you've heard of that, DJ. I'm surprised. Oh, I love that, that one. I wouldn't have thought that would be your kind of your thing. But John, of course, with football. Yeah. It's not a horror movie, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> we don't mention those anymore. It's the first nope. of November. Nope. It's November first. Like so now it's all. Now it's all Christmas, right? Yeah, it's all <laughs> Christmas. <laughs> Uh, Graham yeah, Cole's no weighing thanks. in with Moneyball. <laughs> yeah, that's a okay, great really sports movie yeah. too, mm-hmm. and that's along that field of dreams idea, right? Because mm. it's not necessarily it's about sports, but it's the business side of, side of sports. And but it was mm. fascinating. Well, the, fascinating. The triumph of that film for me is I know nothing about baseball other than in 1998. I went on the Fourth of July. I went to Fenway Park and watched the Red Sox play, and they oh, got awesome. absolutely hammered. So it was. It was. It was. It wasn't what we wanted. But um, where they put the, the the baseball caps on inside out when they're losing, 
Yeah, the yeah, rally caps. Doing. So, yeah, yep. there yeah. you go. So I, I don't know why I've got it going by what I remember. Yeah, but, um, they don't but, have uh, that in football over on your side of the pond. No, no well, caps. No, not a, no, no, no. If, if, no. if, they, if your team starts losing, everyone just starts fighting. That's right. Just, that's just how they, <laughs> right. that's how they deal with it. How in, do you in differentiate that from when you're winning? Yeah, you, you don't. You don't. You Isn't don't. that the same thing? It, well, like, it just we depends won. on which, ah. which side is doing the fighting. <laughs> Who's right. starting the fight? Is the one it's that's like, not. What winning. happened? We don't know. Somebody <laughs> won. Somebody lost. It all ends up the same. That's it. The score? What score? Yeah. <laughs> what? Um, now, did you did you check out Welcome to Wrexham on yes. Hulu? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that yeah. was I'm excellent. On episode twelve. I've not oh, finished okay. it yet. Yeah, because it's it, really good. Uh, has it finished? Because it, it, every now and then they seem to produce more episodes. Uh, no, I think it's it was fourteen or fifteen, and uh, mm. yes, I think it's done. Um, oh, okay, all oh, right, okay, yeah, because it what did you ended make with that? the end of the season? Oh, okay. I really a, enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah, um, it's a good slice of British life. It actually very well encapsulates this small working town life. I thought, and quite nicely, right. it wasn't just focusing on on Ryan Reynolds and, and Rob McKellenery. Oh, I can't say it. McElhenney. Um, um, <laughs> yeah, McElhenney. There you go. What yeah. you said. McElhenney. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it did. But it they, felt very. It focused mm. so much on the townspeople mm. and yeah, which was their nice. lives. Yeah, which was mm. great. So. Yeah, that might be worth a watch, DJ, if you get a chance to watch that. It's 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 very idiosyncratic, but it's got Ryan Reynolds in it, so you'll love it. I, I told him <laughs> I told him to watch it, but he, I'm sure he hasn't. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, Moneyball for me. What was Happy good about Moneyball is that knowing to me. Uh, <laughs> knowing, like, knowing nothing about I told about him baseball, to watch it. Moneyball he doesn't. Good. Still hasn't seen Vikings yet either. The <laughs> bastard. <laughs> <laughs> i can't uh, even think yeah, of the so, one i told you about john a while ago that you hadn't seen yet or maybe I you probably remember. have seen it i might now. have seen it since then yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, uh, but yeah so moneyball was still a very good film even for those of us that know nothing about baseball i thought it was yeah, really right. good much better than i thought it was going to be yeah um and i mean i've got the blu-ray and 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 i thought oh I'm, I'm, it's going to be way above my head I'm just not going to get any of this. It'll all be about RBIs and all kinds of stuff right. that doesn't mean anything to you me know at that. All. Well, th- that's all I know. There we go. That's my baseball knowledge. Ex- absolutely yeah. exhausting. There you go. <laughs> um, and, uh, and of course, how I was told it, it was an RBI or whatever it was. They, however they well, said yeah. it. Well, yeah. went to the yeah. one part in the country. <laughs> that's, uh, yeah. Uh, so, but I thought it was great. Yeah. So Moneyball definitely deserves Moneyball to be Moneyball is awesome. Uh, yeah. yeah. It's great. Yeah. Concussion as well, I'd say, is good for, Ooh, for similar reasons. Yeah. yeah. Oh, see, I haven't seen that. Yeah. Oh, it's it's, it's sobering. Yeah. Yeah, it's a sobering film. It, you know, it's it's it, it doesn't shy away from the impact of I feel forgive the expression, the literal <laughs> impact of this sort of right. these tackles and stuff. And it's it, what's interesting for me of course is now that that's shown in rugby as well, having exactly the same injuries in rugby um and, and people in suffering soccer the same way. too. Right. Soccer's yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, that's the one that surprised me is when the report when, started to come in that you can you get concussions from heading the ball in soccer and stuff. Mm. Well, because yeah, they do a, it with such you know force. it is a contact sport. I mean, it's not rugby mm. or, or hockey, but right. I mean, there's some mm. tackles that take place, and yeah, you know, mm. people well, hitting their heads and well, it's you know. that whacking the ball and stuff. But yeah, all right. Well, it's definitely worth 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 picking up that one. A concussion is really good. Yeah, but again, it's a nice. It's I gotta a start a list. Out of 4K. <laughs> 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 All right, uh, G Cornell. This is, now this is a scene. This is a good, and I actually did do this one. So G Cornell emailed and said, "X Files season seven, episode twenty, Fight Club. Mulder and Scully cross paths with a pair of doppelgangers who close proximity yields unlimited mayhem." 
He said, DJ, can you run the scene and comment? Would like to know if you're having the same experience that I did. Specifically at 10 minutes, 56 seconds in a photocopy store, all the machines are going bonkers. I hear a very loud banging coming from my right side wall midway between the screen and my chair. Have never heard or experienced anything like this before. It startled me. A new demo scene for sure to demonstrate what is possible. So if anybody has Hulu, pull this up because he's right. It's crazy what happens. So he, I went right to like the 256 mark. And now G Cornell has this, he bought the Blu-ray set, which has the DTSX master audio on it, which right. I'm sure it's 5.1 and I'm sure sounds mm. fantastic. On Hulu, it's PCM 2.0, and it still sounded fantastic, up mixed with Neural X. It was, and it's exactly what he said. And what happened is when I came in at the 1056, it's not Kinko's, I think it was called Coco's, is you're in a copy store. Right. But you come into the store, if you started at 256, and they're, like all the copy machines are just like, and they're all going nuts. But then on your right side of your room towards like exactly where he said, like halfway between where you are in the front of the room to the right, you hear this like slapping noise, like whack, 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 whack. And it is, it's startling. So what I, I ended up backing it up and I would say start this scene at like the 1030 mark where she's walking into the copy store. So you get a better sense of the environment because when you just hit play or push play at 1056, your room just goes, Pow! and I honestly, I thought something was wrong with my system. I was like, what the heck? Cause it's all weird noises. It sounds like a copy room, which isn't a normal sound right. that you would hear. But if you start at 1030, you start with like some sidewalk noise. She walks into the copy store and it's all you can, you can hear little copiers going off all around you. But then because it's X files, the whole place goes nuts. I don't know the story. I didn't see the episode, but something like all the copiers in the room start flipping out. And that's why your room gets engaged like that. And it is, it's really good. It's uh season seven, episode 20 fight club and started at like two 30 and let it play for like, you know, not even a minute and you'll see what I'm talking about, but it's pretty cool. And it's a really cool demonstration of what neural X does with just two channels. Mm. Right. Yeah, I've got the I've got the Blu-ray box set of them all as well, and I must admit I've had it for about three years, and I haven't watched a single one of them. I've seen them all <laughs> back in the day, but I bought right. the set thinking I've got to have it, I've got to have it, and I haven't watched a single one. <laughs> yeah, just, I haven't just sat, I haven't sat on seen the shelf. it since it aired live or yeah. aired. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, back on Fox. So I feel like I might have bought it, and I don't know where it is. <laughs> just somewhere along the knowing line. you you did buy it. i know because i because it I, exists yeah so. i think i said <laughs> you I, must have it I, yeah I, I don't know i think because uh g cornell got it a while ago and mm. we've been and now he's on season seven and each season's like 20 25 episodes so mm. and yeah, there's 10 seasons there's a lot of episodes there and he's been going through and in the summer he slows down because he's watching baseball and stuff so it's like he's but he's on season seven and he gives me updates every now and then. Um, but yeah, it's pretty cool. Maybe I just bought season yeah. one. I don't know. Uh, Chris I'm Brown. Slightly, I'm slightly, 
I'm slightly worried because I'm thinking if I didn't watch it during the pandemic when I was at home the when entire would time, when, when will I ever? Gonna, <laughs> yeah, that's right. the thing. And it's not just the series. You've got the movies as well, which I bought when I bought this because yeah, right. I thought, well, I've got to have the whole thing. So you've got movies that drop in there as well. Oh, yeah, it's a big investment. I bought like three <laughs> seasons on Laserdisc back in oh, the... Oh, really? did they release oh, yeah. it on Laserdisc? Mm-hmm. That's, in yeah, Dolby that's, Surround. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Uh, Chris Brown on YouTube. I just watched The Lost Boys, and I agree. That was fantastic. Hadn't seen it since the early 90s. My kids thought it was awesome, too. That's pretty cool. That <laughs> his kids mm, thought it. Because yeah. I think kids nowadays would be like, what is this? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Chris Brown again. I run pre-rolls on my Plex server. You can do it on Kaleidoscape, but you need them to con. You need them to contact you about it. I talked with Brett Bjorkwist about it, and he was going to get the folks at Kaleidoscape to contact me, but I haven't heard anything. My guess is they need to enable some setting in the player that you can sideload the pre-roll and add it to the script functionally functionality. Um, if that's a the case, I would love to hear about that because I, I would definitely work on something like that. I don't know if I would want to run it all the time because, like I said last week, it sounds yeah. like something that you want to do it once or twice yeah. and then, <laughs> and then like, never do it again. <laughs> right. And now you're watching your stuff that inevitably is going to have a flaw in it. Like that helicopter is not going where I wanted it to. Right. <laughs> you get aggravated. But um, but yeah, I know you can do it at the Plex. I know you can do it in the Zipidi. And uh, I guess if you can do it in the collect- Last time I talked to Brett when he was on here, I asked him about it and he said it wasn't. So maybe there's something new. Um, it's It always seems to me as one of those ideas that sounds cooler in theory than it yes. is in practice. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. It's, it, it's one of those things that you're like, you really want to have it. And then when you get it, you use it like once or twice. Yeah, it's great once. <laughs> yeah and then you just want to get to the movie right oh why did i do this to myself how long is it gonna take me to get rid of this (laughs) and then you forget how oh what am i watching it's something i thought about ages ago as well i thought oh yeah that sounds so cool i'd love that and then i'm just thinking yeah it's gonna be like when you go to the theater and you and you've got to sit through the the you know the the movie the movie theater chains well, advert right. before the, the movie and you the just Coca-Cola like, ad oh. and the, you know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. One of the movies we're going to talk about today, bullet train. Right. And it's like, I yeah. saw, I saw the trailer for that probably, I don't know, like eight times, nine times this spring right. because going to see Maverick a couple of times every, going, yeah, every movie, every had, movie had bullet mm. train in it. And by the end of it, I was like, I don't even want to see this movie now. And it's like, now that's just one movie Eight times. Imagine you put that trailer in front of every movie you have. Every time you sit down and fire something up, and you're like, "There I go again." <laughs> like, imagine if I like well, it did and one. you jump to a new movie to... every ten minutes. I so. know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you'd spend more time watching your pre-roll than you would any yeah. of the content you're trying to watch. <laughs> so it's the "be careful what you wish for" thing, isn't yes, it? Yes, <laughs> it is. It is. <laughs> In my pre-roll at three se- three minutes and 42 seconds, there's a really cool <laughs> helicopter pan. <laughs> this Chapter three of my pre-roll. <laughs> right. At the very end of it, you get to the... <laughs> Chapter three. I got three chapters to my pre-roll. Three chapters. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's, that's not all. You know, it's the length of the, you know, Lord of the Rings. It's, uh, it's, right. You've got to have it all there. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry. It, it is me. So it's about right. Uh, Brockstar says, <laughs> DJ... Exactly. Steve, you know. Um, DJ, I'm devastated you did not enjoy Cabin in the Woods. 
actually, I'm just surprised. I hate horror. I like screen. I, I like the screen movies. The first saw movie. And that's about it. I don't think seven fits in the horror category as that is one of my favorite movies, but is more of a psychological thriller. Right? So my hate for horror did not keep me from really liking cabin in the woods, probably because it pokes fun at it from the creepy old gas station guy to just all the corny Scooby-Doo type antics. I thought it was pretty creative on the twist. Sorry for my recommendation. <laughs> love that. <laughs> love that you're enjoying light and magic for all the hate Lucas gets for his dialogue writing. He, he is a credit to, for the, he is to credit for massive achievements in furthering cinema today. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's, mm. that's what I've always thought of George Lucas. Mm. Uh, I mean, since growing up, it's like everything that he did for sound. And now you learn so much more. Light and Matt, did you watch all of that yet, guys? Have you seen I all have, of it? I still haven't started it. Oh, come mm-hmm. on, John. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm about a quarter of the way through, I think. I've just got yeah. past Poltergeist, so I'm at, I'm at 82. I haven't yeah. got to ET yet, so that's the next one. So I think, yeah, did I, you, I started watching it, but it goes on. <laughs> did you get to that one one gentleman that was just like so thankful for ILM? And he's like, if I couldn't do this, I'd be dead. Did you hear him say, oh yeah. Let's talk. It it is, Mm. but I was like before, and he paused. He was like, if it wasn't for this, and he looked around and he went, I'd probably be dead. Because he's, and he's talking about the ideas in his head. And I'm saying, and Mm. I, I, I knew where he was going. I knew, and I've said it on this podcast, when you get these ideas, you, I joked around with you guys about your audio levels. That's you get ideas in your head. I actually wasn't joking, but, um, but you get (laughs) ideas in your head and you want to get those out. And these guys are at the best of the best, right? And they're trying to solve problems. They're trying to, and if they didn't have an outlet for doing that, like he said, he's, it'd probably drive him crazy. He might go crazy. He might be dead. And it it was, Hmm. it was very powerful when he got to that one. I was, and I could totally like, I knew that's what he was going to say before he said it. Hmm. It was really, really cool. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't think I've got to that part yet. I don't think so. It's, um, Um, it's probably in three or four episode three or four coming up to that then. Yeah. Yeah. So, but, um, I, uh, but going back to cabin in the woods, I did watch it again after we had our, uh, our chat. I saw that. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> you said sorry like <laughs> yeah exactly i, I, I still, still like, like it, it. <laughs> yeah exactly I, I did enjoy it and and i was reminded of the the, the, the home cinema power of it because mm. when you get to that the ending and and it's yeah. you know everything's falling apart it's it you know it um but yeah i like it i like it and i know i'm you know i'm one of three of us who uh who, who happens to like horror um <laughs> so i get it i think john likes so, it more than yeah. i do right I like not according to last week of horror. I I don't like <laughs> slasher horror. Like right. I, I I guess I like the psychological horror yeah. and like the, the ghost type horror. You know, like mm, scary things. Yeah, supernatural. Yeah. Uh, I really liked House on Hill. You know, Haunting of Hill House. Things like that. Mm-hmm. I enjoy. I never have been one for like the Freddy, Jason mm. movies or any of that. I, right. I don't know. I just don't like those as much see i like like the scream movies i like those because i think those have that comedy that that you guys liked about cabin in the woods but it was more believe it or not it was more grounded right because it that's like something that could actually happen like that to Mm. me is more of a that's a 
fun horror movie where you're like, it's funny. The the kid, but at the same time, it is scary. Like somebody could actually think like that and do something stupid like mm. that. Whereas Cabin in the Woods is more of a, you know, it's it's almost science fiction, right? The mm. you know the or fantasy type thing, but 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 also has a comedy element to it. So once you get to that, it really is not as well grounded you, you kind of lose me and i'm just not it's just not my cup of tea you like the grounded stuff like star wars and yes uh, absolutely <laughs> you're there see you think it just like me yeah exactly <laughs> see I, I i see i like them all i, I like every I know. genre of horror there are some i, I like love your breakdown of the genres too and that that's what i was just going to say uh, that like seven i think mm. is a horror it's just a different genre of horror hmm yeah, I, I, yeah, I think yeah, it is a psychological yeah. thriller. I think it's, you could it, exactly, it, yeah. It, 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 it treads the line, doesn't it? Because I mean, there's no doubt the the ending of that. You know, let's not spoil that for people because they should see it. Right. Um, but the ending of that is pure horror. I mean, that that's yeah. that's you know, it's, yeah. it's horrific. That's as what it I gets. mean. Yeah, and from from and and of course, um, sloth is it? Uh, who, who's, the, who's the guy with the, the on the bed? Uh, is that sloth? Yeah, mm, yeah, that was. I think yeah. it is. Uh, yeah, it is sloth, isn't it? Was, was it? it? Yeah, no. Oh, no, the big sure guy. That was um, <laughs> gluttony. Uh, gluttony. gluttony. That's gluttony. Gluttony. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, I, but but that one on the bed. I mean, that's horrific. I remember seeing that in the theaters, and the oh, the the, the, the people are in the cinema screamed. Yeah, absolutely right. lost their minds when when what happens happens. Um, and I mean, I was ready for it because, of course, the sound goes quiet, so I knew something was going to happen. <laughs> right. Um, but they, but the, the people that didn't just—I mean—they lost their minds at that. They really did. Yeah. Um, so that's that's horror. But I, I think I, I mean I like it all. I like the supernatural stuff as well, and all that, and all those various genres. But for me, I'll always have a soft spot for the stalk and slash, and and the opposite of you, John, only because that's what I kind of grew up with in the eighties um, right. when I was too young to watch them. So for me, Friday the Thirteenth, Nightmare <laughs> on Elm Street. You know, uh, all those films are, and Halloween are all those movies that that, that I'll always have a soft spot for. And I'm right. the poor sap that's always buying the next Friday the Thirteenth box set, who's buying the next Nightmare on Elm Street box set, despite the fact right. I've already got them. Right, um, just because there's know, one just, more just, movie in it. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah. So I'm I'm the guy that they market them for. But and also, but I think I'm with you, DJ, on that in terms of it, it could happen. You know, until they go a bit crazy, and 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 all yeah. of them at some point do. The, the the nut of the story that or the nub of the story is just some guy sticks on a mask and starts walking around and right. picking people off and that that i think is is at some level more di- you know disturbing yeah. scary maybe i'm i don't know maybe i don't scare easily but 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 certainly more more unnerving than you know than than the exorcist for instance right you know where you've got kind of you know someone their yeah. head spinning around and all this stuff it's right. all a bit you know um but but you know people people approach that film in particular differently. Um, right. Some people will look at that and think it's a joke. Think it's I think it's a yeah. comedy. Others look at it and are deeply unnerved by the whole thing. And that right. so it you know it just shows it, you kind of only take from it what you bring to it. Yeah, if that makes exactly. sense. No, um, it does. But it you know but it's it's what uh, what makes horror so much fun and uh, and why X is not a bad film. <laughs> I wouldn't know yet. <laughs> I'm going to try that one next uh, year. I had a hard time with that. I really did. Do you know what was fun about that? Listening to that last week, just again, very quickly, because I see the time guy, so I'm, I'm trying oh, no, to be, no, no. be quick. No, no, you're fine. But I, I, I was enjoying, I was agreeing with you, disagreeing with me. 
I told you, John, he will fit in perfectly here. Right. Yeah. But I was thinking, because what you were saying about it is exactly what I thought when I first saw it. And I tweeted right. that out. I tweeted out how much I didn't like it and, and was just like, what, I, you know, these, what is it with these, these elderly people using the force and, you know, moving <laughs> around at lightning speed and how have they done all this? But then when I rewatched it, and this time on a bigger screen and watching it properly in 4K, um, right. it made much more sense the second time round as an homage to the Texas Chainsaw Massacre and those kinds of films. So when you right. when if you if, if you like those movies, and I know you're you're fairly agnostic on them, but if you like right. them and you yeah. watch that X again, it's a lot. It, it actually falls into place, and I thought it was okay. much better second time. But yeah, so as I said, I was agreeing. I was enjoying the fact that you were disagreeing with me and agreeing with you for disagreeing <laughs> right. with me. <laughs> oh, but, uh, but yeah, no, well, what do you? It, it's it's an unusual film. What do you think of <laughs> yeah. this one? Ariel uh, Ariel Alan says, "Hereditary must see horror with immersive character depth and multi layer psychological experience." I haven't seen it. It is on my list of to watch movies at some point, though. <clears throat> so okay. have you seen it, DJ? Have no. you seen it? Okay. I, I so okay. So. so is the official one who has seen it. Yeah. Now now I, now this is a, this is another example of elevated horror. So it's got a it's got a a meaning to it that's deeper than it. Now I this is the only one that I didn't particularly like the first time I saw it, and I haven't been back to it yet. I've got the Blu-ray. There is again no spoilers for me, but there is an incident that happens early on that is shocking to your core something happens that you just don't see coming and is very difficult Early to on. watch. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and then the rest of the film with the characters reacting to that and what caused it and everything else. Um, and I didn't quite get on board with it. Tony Collette is in it and she's normally brilliant. Yeah. She's an Australian actress. She's great. And in this, I just felt she was kind of swinging for the fences a little bit and, and perhaps missing for me, but I'm in, I'm in a minority of one. I think most people absolutely love it. Okay. Um, but it's from the same director, I think, as Midsummer, and then uh, oh gosh, I'm trying to think of the other one. But Midsummer's fantastic. Now, didn't I thought the guy that did Midsummer did X as well? Is that not true? No, not Ty West did did oh, X. Okay. Uh, I'm, do you know what? I'm not. I don't want to get it wrong. So let me not rely for a moment. So let me have a little look and see. <laughs> I don't think he did. I think it was an. I, I could be wrong, a, but I thought I saw that. Yeah. It, um, let me have a look. Um, Sorry, I'll just have a double That's okay. Now. There we go. Because uh, I'm curious. Uh, <laughs> IMDb is my friend. Um, yeah. What which, I love. By the way, is. I was going to say, what I love about Steve yeah. is how many times do you hear him say, I didn't like it the first time I saw it, but then I sat down and watched it again. I don't do that. Very right. rarely do <laughs> I do that. Steve finds something that he doesn't like and he's like, it's got to be me. He bright sides it. He's going to he watch bright, it again until yeah, he likes like, it. Yeah. I, like, I, it, I'll only do that if it's a movie I, like with, um, I think, Shazam. I did that with right. when I saw it in the mm. theater, and I was like, I did not like it the first time well, I saw it in the Jurassic, theater. Jurassic uh, Dominion. Yeah, Jurassic, yeah, and then the, get, most exactly, recently was, was Dominion. But other than that, mm. it's like, I don't think I've ever gone back and watched Judge Dredd. I, yeah. I was not a fan. Yeah, it's... Um, <laughs> It it was Ari Aster is the director. It is the same guy as Hereditary. Same guy. He did okay. that. Yeah. So he did Midsummer and Hereditary. But Midsummer is okay. is fantastic as a okay. as a as a really weird exercise in in sort of a transforming you into to a totally different time and place. If you guys haven't seen that, then haven't. then yeah. wait for next October 
and then oh, um, and then okay. give yeah. it another go because <laughs> I'm not recommending horror films outside of October. I know I'll get told off. Um, <laughs> but uh, but, but uh, yeah, so it uh, it, it is uh, it is very good. But there is a film I never watched again that I haven't watched after I hated it the first time. Can you remember DJ? Uh, Midway. <laughs> well, no, well, I haven't got to Midway yet. I will watch that again. Okay, um, but there is one that I will never see again. That I saw at the cinema, I hated it, hate and I will and never watch that movie it? again. No, I don't remember. I what did? is it? <laughs> the Fifth Element. Oh, that's oh. right. Yeah, you. I, yeah, and that surprises. <laughs> you me. know, I'm not a huge fan either, and so many people really oh, like that too. It's a great uh, home theater experience. Yeah. I, I'm not I'm a not huge a... fan of like it, it. I mean, it is like extravagant. The the yeah. entire, <sighs> but in in your theater, it is an experience and a half. It is awesome. Um. Yeah. Oh, what the heck is his name? The, Bruce Willis. No, no. The <laughs> uh, not Chris Rock. People have yeah, said that. Yeah, it is that. Chris. Chris. Oh, Chris Tucker. Chris Tucker. Tucker. Chris yeah. Because because mm. a lot of people say Chris Rock, and I'm like, no, I know it's not Chris Rock. <laughs> but his character is amazing throughout the movie, and then when he does that scene towards the end, when he's in like the auditorium, and he's got the microphone, and the the way it echoes in your room. The it's it, there's so much to that movie that is just it, like an amazing experience in your room. It's so much fun. I had so I much fun. With Steve's that just one. breathing heavy and he's like, <laughs> I, I I can't do it. I can't. You're not going to talk me so, into it, DJ. It is so good. <laughs> it's just post traumatic stress good. disorder is what I'll get if I have to go through that again. This is yeah. to me that disc is one that's like a vampire. I'd have to invite it across the threshold of my cinema room, and I'm not prepared to do it. <laughs> Just wear some garlic. Right. Oh, I think I'd rather overdose on garlic than watch that again. There you go. So, all right. Mike, Mike Schramm commenting on home theater experience, Halloween movies, and Halloween ends. Did anybody get the pun in my title there on that? Halloween mm. ends. Like, this is it. It's over. The season right. is over. Oh. Uh, but Halloween movies nice. and Halloween ends. But uh, Mike Schramm, leaning into that as well, says, yeah, I'm pretty happy we've made it to November as well, both because of Maverick and less horror movies. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> uh, another comment from Love and Thunder. This is a different YouTube account. It's a different and, account. <laughs> yeah. Says, I agree with Mike. Man, he's a smart guy. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. So he's a little different than Steve. He's actually agreeing with himself and Steve is disagreeing with himself. So right. yeah. <laughs> yeah, agreeing with someone who disagreed with me because yeah, they're right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, all right. Uh, let's see. Oh yeah. Mark V. Anyone remember Eastwood's Firefox DJ? You were talking about iron Eagle and I remembered about this one. I don't think it's aged well, LOL, but imagine if Eastwood's son remade the movie. That would be cool. Uh, yeah. So in true DJ brain, I ended up watching it after Mark tweeted that out. I, I grabbed it. I actually rented it on Kaleidoscape, seven ninety five, okay. and now I have the option to buy it. And I'm like, mm, I don't know. Again, I used, How was I used to How really was like that movie, yeah. but I haven't mm. seen it in... I years. actually, I, oh. I liked it more than I did when I was younger. Uh, in my mm. middle ages, I, I really liked it. It's slower now, but it's that yeah. it's, it's more of a, 
when I was really young, when we were in the eighties and you'd see it come up on HBO or something and you were so excited. And it's like that last, I think it was like 48 minutes of it is when he's actually in the plane is when right. you, when you actually, and then, and it does not age well. It's the the no, special much. effect. I mean, well, you've been the only thing Maverick you can't see is the little hand <laughs> so. moving the plane across the screen, right? It's <laughs> like right. this, and it's a suit. They show it. What's so funny is they show it in the hangar, and it's like it looks like the Blackbird, right? It's jet mm. black and everything, and he gets it. It's got the wings at the, the little tiny wings at the front, and and you're like, oh, this is awesome. And then it gets in the sky, and somehow it looks like it's made out of tinfoil. Hmm. Yeah, you know, <laughs> and it's like wicked bright and shiny. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, yeah. I saw, I watched a bit of it on YouTube after that comment because I loved Firefox as a kid. I thought yeah. it was great. It, yeah. It's a spy and, thriller, and, though. It's more of a spy yeah. thriller. Yeah. But yeah. it is. I got and, some uh, scenes but from I, it a little bit later, but yeah. But the, uh, so yeah, the, 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 the model plane does not fit with the backgrounds at all. No. Um, the no. backgrounds no. are beautiful. The shots of the mm. sky, the depth of the, in the clouds, everything looks great. <laughs> and it's just this plane. Yeah. Yeah. You can, you can still see the glue drying. <laughs> but it's such a cool film and i mean the idea of a thought thought controlled plane was pretty cool well and uh i mean you know so cool dale brown wrote i read his book day of the cheetah and Mm. if if you're into that type of thing it's it's a spy thriller but he's the cheetah is a is a plane that is um thought controlled like the entire thing Mm. you fly it everything is just through your mind uh, but it's also the, the entire book is a spy thriller in that the, the Russians come over here and infiltrate the United States and they, st- they steal it from us. So it's a Russian spy stealing it from us is day of the cheetah. Um, but that, I highly recommend that book. I love that book. Mm. Um, it, although uh, hopefully it comes, uh, if it, they ever did invent one, hopefully it would come with some migraine medication. Cause couldn't you imagine <laughs> having to think constantly oh, yeah. about control left, right, up, down. Yeah. <laughs> <That's> just, oh. <laughs> you just see this plane going across the sky going, <laughs> that's DJ. Well, Cause God forbid you start <laughs> de- daydreaming for five minutes. Yeah, exactly. and then, <laughs> there goes DJ. <laughs> yeah. It's oh, like my mind. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, with his ADD, yeah, he'd be. Ah, I'd be like, "Oh, look, pumpkins!" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. Um, Av Nirvana's last week's most popular topics: uh, hang loose uh, industry. The hang loose convoler makes a perfect. I, I won't read it all, but the first one was Av Industry News. Second, Av Industry News. Third, AudioSense user forum about AudioSense XO. What is the roadmap? Uh, room acoustics and treatments, AudioSense, and then live streams came in at six. Brockstar Cinema came in at seven. And then spoilers came in at, uh, what's that? Spoilers came in at nine and uh, Brightside Green Room bonus bonuses easter eggs and special features came in at 10 isn't so. spoilers the thread that has like literally no comments on it <laughs> i don't know except for your one <laughs> maybe i don't know oh i just clicked on it i didn't I mean don't think there's that. anything in that thread <laughs> well i think if you're, if you're going to continue to do the top 10 dj you need to do a casey Kasem impression you know oh yeah well they send it out every <laughs> saturday i get the email on the most popular topics but i think like you said that John, that probably says more about like the rest of the site <laughs> right. at the time, right? <laughs> it's like, but we, the spoilers actually was more active 
might have got a click or something and a like. Um, but yeah, spoilers. Pretty cool. it has five replies, twenty three views. There you go. So <laughs> uh, let's see, John. Uh, John email saying watching Ash versus Evil Dead. Bruce Campbell hit it right on the head. Series ended was because on stars now it's on netflix top-notch home theater audio experience even being 5.1 not atmos special effects are excellent in my opinion feature movie caliber story is fun characters well developed this is not a super scary series more like zombie land than evil dead movies however bruce campbell is fantastic he puts himself out there character wise and physically Every episode, no one else could play that part. Each episode, usually 27 minutes, highly recommended. Sent from his iPhone. <laughs> I, I watched season one of that, I think, when it was on Showtime. Oh, yeah, but but I haven't seen anything past season one. I really liked mm -hmm. the show, though, I thought it was really good. Um, I have no comments as far as home theater experience, though, because I probably was watching it in my bedroom on. Right, TV. Yeah. but um, but yeah, a lot of fun. Um, and, and see, and those are movies I do enjoy. I really like the Evil Dead movies, mm. um, and I liked that never show seen. a lot. So, I've never seen the series. I must admit, I've seen one, two, and three of the of the movies and the recent ish remake, which I thought was great, although very different to the other ones. Um, the oh, I haven't seen that series. I, I have to look at that. I saw that 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 email or that tweet, and it looked interesting. So yeah, I might have to get yeah. hold of that. Um, yeah, I, I haven't seen evil dead, but, uh, I bought an own zombie land. I bought it. I have the discs. Right. Uh, I just got them on sale on Kaleidoscape. So I bought both zombie land movies there. Mm. Uh, I also finished, I texted John. I'm like, I think I have a problem, but I, I don't, <laughs> yeah. I thought I would, you know, then I worked it out and that's why I texted him. Cause I was going to say like, I got a problem because I'm buying movies on the Kaleidoscape and immediately deleting them. Right. Because they don't fit in my, I don't have a lot of space. I don't have any space really left in my hard drive. But if I immediately delete them, then I'm 10 minutes away from having it. But when they're on, I bought six movies for like 30 bucks. Yeah. So, and, and then I thought about it. I'm like, John has a stack of movies from last yeah, Black Friday. He hasn't watched. It's no different than bringing it home and putting it on the shelf. I right? have now 180 4K discs and I've watched about 30 of them. So my watch pile is two times as tall as I am. So to be watched, <laughs> yeah, to be watched, yeah. yeah. Most of them aren't even unwrapped yet; they're still in the plastic. So yeah. collectors' items. Yeah, I just I, same thing though. I buy them on like I I've got five more coming from Best Buy, and I only paid like forty dollars for them. Right. I, I didn't even want these movies. But they were five ninety nine a piece, and I couldn't pass them. Yeah, up. that's what he replied. So, he goes, "I just bought about forty dollars of movies I don't even want." I, didn't I was even like, want. "All right, I'm good." <laughs> this is it's not a good self help group. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I, I think I know about those. It's X X yeah, yeah, one it's, it's, X two. I Halloween spit on ends. your grave. Um, <laughs> oh. Friday the thirteenth. One two one two three. And, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> But um, Zombieland, is, they're both good discs, so I'm sure yeah. they'll be good on Kaleidoscape. Um, yeah. One is slightly less quality-wise than two. Two is, is really nice in 4K. Yes. Um, I've got both discs. But did, So when you buy them on the Kaleidoscape, mm -hmm. if you don't download them, do you still get them on your, 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 mm -hmm. um, you know, your screen with all the different ones? Okay. No. So how um, would you even know you've got them? 
Well, I can uh, on my phone on the app. You go in and I can see downloaded. Um, I mm. think there is a way on my. I haven't. I don't do it through my screen, but there is a. Mm. You can scroll to it and see the movies that you have available, or you you can okay. go on your screen from your. In you can just go to the store, right? And okay. every movie yeah. that's possibly available will be there, and you just scroll through it. So it's like you have every movie they have. And then you just click on it. And if you already own it, it'll just play. If you have it, but you haven't downloaded it, it'll just start downloading it. If they, if you need okay. to buy it, it'll say, do you want to purchase it? You just click yes, and it'll start downloading. Okay. So so that's <laughs> the only way you'd know whether you'd, you'd, uh, mm-hmm. you'd owned it and then deleted it. Wow. Right. Right, well, because I suppose with your physical media, of course, you've always got the disc, whether you watched it or not, right. it's there, isn't it? Whereas, right. I mean, if that, so that's tricky with Kaleidoscape, isn't it? I, I would have thought really. that the, the tile would be there. Well, but yeah, that <laughs> but is now I'm not going to. Most people that have one mm. are, are, wish that that feature was different, you know? Mm. What do you mean? The, like, I'm in the Kaleidoscape user group. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, every other person that talks about wanted features talks about the ability to see the movies on your tile wall right. that are in the cloud. And right. It seems like that's something that they should be able to implement. They could. Um, they could. But, yeah, Because the danger is you buy it, yeah. forget you've bought it, delete it, and then never watch it, and you've literally spent that money for nothing. Right. But, <laughs> but we, like, John has a stack of movies. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I'll, at some point, That's I'll get to it. Right? To the kaleidoscape. But here's where yeah. here's where it is. Here is I won't forget. That, I have it though. No. Oh yeah. no 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 no. Be, you know. I just sold. I just gave away a few months ago before when I got my kaleidoscape and I went through all my 4Ks and reorganized everything. I had like six movies that I double bought. You can't do that on a kaleidoscape. Right. right. So okay. like yeah. if you own a movie, like you'd be out and be like, oh, I haven't seen this in so long. And you bring it home and you watch it and you're like, you rip open the packaging and you go and watch it. Now you go over to your set and you go to put it in alphabetical and like, oh, crap, it's already sitting there. <laughs> and I know John's done it. It's like every- I did it with Shang-Chi. That's why I gave it away. Right. A couple of weeks ago. So you can't <laughs> you, you can't accidentally do that you just what would happen is is you'd say like like you said steve like oh i forgot i wanted that one i oh i want to see this movie and be like click on it be like oh look at that i already own it boom i just got to download i don't even have to pay for it now so it's kind of what i mean that's one of the reasons i first got an app on my phone with all the movies that i've brought on that because i've had that app prior to them putting them all in cardboard sleeves so, so that I needed it for that, but, so, but prior to that, I I went into a, a a store in yeah locally to here, and I bought Vic. Talk about Vikings! I bought Vikings season four twice because right. I hadn't checked it. <laughs> so on the back of that, I was like, oh, for God's sake! So I then got the app. So I now can't do that either. That yeah. Well, the, the, see, the funny app. thing is, I yeah. I have yeah. an app too, Look but I this. still bought Shang Chi twice. <laughs> see all these movies scrolling through here. Yeah, is that the Kaleidoscape one? Yeah. This okay. is all the but, movies that aren't yeah. on my system. Right. Okay. So those are <laughs> ones you've, but are they films you've bought and then deleted? Yep. Yes. Right. Okay. So you can look them up. Okay. Well, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. They're all sitting right there. Yeah. And then I can download, then I can click not down or download it to my system. And then these are all the movies mm, right. that are on my system. Right. It's just oh, not exactly. visible on the, t- on the, on your screen when you're looking at your, right. In yeah, your, right. You have to look at, yeah, yeah you have to yeah. look at the phone. Oh, okay. So, um, <laughs> 
All that's, right. that's always the worry. That's always the worry, isn't it? You buy it, never watch it, and forget yeah. that you, you forget that it, it even exists. <laughs> that says more about yeah. the movie than it does about any system. Right. <laughs> right. Or maybe it says more about our, our addiction to buying movies. Movies. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <coughs> All right. We got some uh, YouTube comments here on Top Gun Maverick. Uh, <laughs> Love and Thunder. The replay value on this film is out of control. Mike Schramm agrees. No, <laughs> Mike Schramm says. <laughs> so Thumbs up, I agree. <laughs> so impressed. You keep this to two. Oh, talking about me and uh, Todd from that. that That's the uh, what he's talking about. He goes, so impressed. You kept this to two hours and nine minutes. I'm sure you could have gone all day. Yes, absolutely. Um, uh, yeah, we. I, I could. I wanted to talk about it all here, but I, I don't think you guys did. So. Um, no. I've got the shirt and everything. I know. Oh, we'll talk about it. <laughs> I, I can't wait to hear what you guys think. Uh, Blue yeah. Wave says physical disc arriving today. I cannot wait. And all the all the Twitter comments. I'm lo- like everybody seeing it. Uh, Omar uh, saying something. I can't remember. I should have grabbed it in here. But he said, you know, because because I encouraged everybody to watch the like all the fun people are having because of everything you know watching it for the last two months digitally and now being able to compare it and all the fun stuff uh it's it's awesome awesome and uh i'm sure it'll be going I, on for about a I, week i still think you've done very well having had it forever on kaleidoscape to 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 not have have showed off of it let every turn since you had it see i would have done i, I i'm not strong like you I, I, I'm, I'm weak of character I, so i would have been every day i would have been reminding people that i already had it yeah <laughs> no and what's funny is i did talk about it a little bit but i thought and i was trying not to talk about it too much but i still wanted to let people know blow, that it's coming and this and that and mm. then justin i think it was justin van camp on twitter what it's out i didn't know i was like apparently we didn't talk about it enough how did you not know the biggest release of the year was coming on november 1st uh i don't know but yeah so apparently we didn't talk about it enough uh dan carpenter said tweeted so you're saying it was a real quick install and up and running hmm talking to omar who's omar had tweeted that he had installed his plex system Hmm. right and Dan says, so you're saying it was a real quick install and up and running Hmm. at Brightside HT. Did you hear that? It was a quick install. <laughs> Omar, are you sure it didn't take days to set up Plex? I keep hearing on BSHT that it's a really hard, it's really hard to set up. And I replied, <laughs> did you see Dan? Did you hear that? All he did was connect his hard drive. Right, did he actually rip all his movies? No, it was already done. (laughs) Nobody's talking about setting Plex up. It's it's ripping 180 movies. That's what we're talking about. Or just getting to the point where you can rip the first one and know how to do it and be successful at it. Once you do that, it's just months of time of just putting the disc in, hitting this, doing that. And it's like, it's all of that work, but even just getting to there, getting the drive, the correct drive that will read the right disc, getting the software, doing all that stuff. And then it was funny. We went back and forth. We were joking. And Dan, Dan wrote out this one tweet. All you got to do is blah, blah, blah. And all this, I'm like, Dan, 
that tweet was foreign language to most people. <laughs> but like, I love it because Dan's like really smart with this stuff. But like in Dan's head, he's like, this is just easy people. All you got to do is, and then he starts speaking like Mandarin. <laughs> I don't know what you're saying. Uh, I still don't see the problem with putting the disc in the drawer. Yeah. It, well, there is no. I, I well, don't really either. Well, Steve, I'm with you there, honestly. <laughs> well, yeah. Because again, I watch one movie at a time all the way through. I don't watch 10 scenes a day and watch, you know, 10 movies a week yeah. in 10 minute increments. Did you see the video of Jonathan's theater where he has his big screen? He has a 110 inch screen. And then off to the side of it, he has like a, I think it's a 40, 42 inch television mm. off to one side of it. Mm. So that he, it's yeah. for sports. So he can watch a sports game here. And it's like, I didn't that. see it. I heard him talking about it. Yeah. On it, it, I used day, it. But... it. It's in the video too. If you go into the green room and watch the video of that, but it's pretty cool. I don't know how theater. anyone can do that. I could not concentrate on two things at once. I just couldn't do it. I had all four. Th I had, um, when I had dish, I had a uh, quad box and you could mm. have like, uh, three sports on a Sunday afternoon in October, you could have an uh, MLB playoff game in one box. You could have a football game in another box. I think one one Sunday the Bruins were playing a hockey team. I had that going, so we had them all going. And then you, what was cool is you'd move the uh, cursor around the box to get the audio from which one. Every, so you could be watching the one like this is the game we wanted to hear, and you'd be like watching. It was a lot of fun. I had like five or six guys in the room. And we're all sitting there, we're watching, and somebody will be like, oh my God, did you see that? We're like, you got to yell out a coordinate. Which one are we looking at? Right. Top left, bottom right. <laughs> what are we doing yeah. here? But it was a lot of fun. Oh, and I'm man. not a gambler. Again, talk, about, talk about migraine medication. Yeah. yeah. I, think I, just, I, I just couldn't, I couldn't focus on them. I think my, I, I you know, start to feel motion sickness. I think. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this tweet came in today at Legal Beagle OK at Brightside HT. I really got to finish my. Reynolds, so I can be featured on Brightside, hopefully yeah. by year end from the movie snob. So, do you? Yeah, that was uh, earlier this evening, yeah. yeah, yeah. At movie snob uh, two forty seven, uh, yeah. Movie snob, you don't have to wait to be done. You could come on, come on, uh, take over Tuesday, and we can talk about everything you're doing while you're doing it. That's what I mean. We're having a lot of fun doing that. I've had a, quite a few people on like that. Um, I mean, we had, what was that guy's name? Steve something Brock. or other. Brock. Yeah. He, oh, Brock. <laughs> right. He lived in California, moved to Texas. It's a 10-year project. Started with a little budget, and apparently that went out the window. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Steve. You can't even play along for two minutes, can you? Sorry. I can only apologize. I, I, I go, was, what's his I name? Steve, he goes, joking. Brock. I did, yeah, Brock. Yeah, I do. <laughs> I thought you were joking. <laughs> I was joking. <laughs> I know who Brock is now. I got it's my yeah. new tattoo. It's got, <laughs> I brocked it. Oh, all right. Where I would, I'm seriously considering having a T-shirt done that says hashtag Justice for Brock, oh. and just wearing that. Whatever. We want. <laughs> all right. That was it for listeners of the week. Uh, listeners' uh, experiences this week. So uh, up next we have coming soon. So we'll play the music. All right. 
uh, coming up next week, it's kind of a short week. We have hmm. Casablanca coming in 4K from 1942. I have high hopes for this one. I'm, I'm kind of excited yep. for this one. I've never seen it. I haven't either. Uh, I've seen it on like a Saturday or something like that. I remember watching it at home when I was a kid, but not in, not in its entirety. Um, mm. But I, I I'm looking forward to this one like I did with Psycho. I'm looking forward to how they manipulate that, and I have a feeling they're going to do a really good job with this. Mm. So that's why I'm kind of excited for it. Um, Escape from Alcatraz from 1979. Mm. That's coming on. Uh, also coming on um, Tuesday. November 8th, John, Saturday Night Fever from 1977. (laughs) You can break out your white tux again. I can. (laughs) Uh, Did you wear a powder? In my hair gel. Did you wear a powder blue tux to the prom or something? Did you? To some dance, yeah. Yeah, you did, didn't you? I know you did. (laughs) Wasn't the prom. It was some dance, though. Yeah. I, I swear I remember you in powder blue. I did. <laughs> I think it was only I, last week. Thank God it yeah. wasn't a, just a dream. <laughs> yeah. No, no, that happened. That, that one happened. <laughs> Whew. Yeah. Yep. Uh huh. All right. Uh, the Power of the Dog from 2021. I don't, I've never heard of this one. I've heard of it, but I haven't seen it. Do you know this one? Yeah, me too. Same, uh, same with me. Criter- I've heard of it, not seen it. Okay. Criterion coming out. Criterion Collection coming out on Tuesday. Wait a minute, is that the wait? Is that the Cumberbatch movie? Uh, yes, Benedict. Cumberbatch. I did see it. I Kirsten, Kirsten it. Dunst, Jesse yes. Plemons. Oh, it's Western, isn't it? It's yes, Western. I did. Yeah, I really disliked it. Hmm. All right, it, it just was so slow. I mean, it was nothing happened. Okay. <laughs> for two and a half hours. <laughs> oh, that's not good. So, isn't that the one he won? Wasn't that the one that was sort of Oscar? Oscar Buzz. Uh, yeah, he won. Again. Yeah, there was a lot of critical acclaim for it, but I just found it so dull. I, okay. I did not enjoy it. Um, <laughs> just splashed my drink in my eye. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> that stings. <laughs> oh. That's that drinking problem you've been trying to work on. Yeah, I know. It's <laughs> an <laughs> airplane. Got a drinking problem. <laughs> oh, wow, that stings. Um, <laughs> Mickey Spillane's Eye the Jury. From 1953. That, I think I'm pretty sure there was a sequel to that, which was Eye of the Energy Drink. No, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> ah, that did hurt. I'm sure it did. What's in that drink? What is in it? It's um, this podcast brought to you by Acid. Monster Rain. Oh, wow. Total Body Fuel. Uh, yeah, Battery it's, Acid. It's got like zero yeah. sugar, 10 calories, but it's. 300 milligrams of caffeine. So I'm skating tonight at 10:30, so it should oh, la- okay. it should last me. Uh, as long as you can see by then. Yeah, I know. I'm like, <laughs> ah, be my excuse for why I missed the net. Uh 8 Mile coming in 4K, wow, yeah. also coming with a really nice uh um steelbook. Looks pretty cool. I really like that movie. I think it I was too. great. I did too. Mm. I like that one. I mean, it's basically Karate Kid with rap, but it's very, very good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Who was Miyagi? Uh, oh, well, yeah. I yeah. suppose you don't get I one think of he those. was just on He was yeah. just Karate good. Kid. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Right. Well, quite. Yeah. But it is, isn't it? It's, it's you know, you yeah. get teenagers that, that don't get on and, you know, young adults, as it were. And then right. at the end, you get a series of, of, of matches and face offs yeah. and then you get the ending. But it's very, very good. It's a great yeah. film. But yeah. it is just the Karate Kid with rap. <laughs> 
And the last one we have Aqua Teen Forever. Forever. Plantasm. Never heard of it. No. It's from 2022. Uh, It's an adult swim. It's just the Aqua Team Hunger Force. It's that cartoon from Adult Swim, but okay, I'm not. Never heard Aqua no. Team. Yeah, like yeah, one of them's like a shake, and the other one's like a box of French fries. And oh, right up my alley. Really, yeah, it's really weird. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> that's it. That's all we have this week. Casablanca, Escape from Alcatraz, Saturday Night Fever, The Power of the Dog, I the Jury, Eight Mile, and Aqua Teen Forever Plantasm. Hmm. Fantastic. Eight Mile and Escape from Alcatraz would be great. We've got Eight Mile coming here, but Escape from Alcatraz isn't on our release schedules yet. So oh, wow. I, but I would like to get that. I love that film. That film's great. Yeah. Oh, and okay. having having been to Alcatraz and having, you know, stood outside the cell of Frank Morris, it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's yeah. great fun. Mm. Very cool. Brockstar says, didn't like the ending of Power of the Dog, cringy, cringy. Uh, he says, there's a reason it was critically acclaimed. <laughs> it's true. Uh, oh, talking of which, whilst we very briefly talk westerns, fellas, now that we're in November, Old oh, Henry. Oh, that's right. Thank you for the yeah. reminder. I have that queued up too. It's on the Kaleidoscape, uh, and it isn't in the delete box. It's actually there. It's not deleted. Huh? It's not, <laughs> not yet. Not deleted. So that is cool. Yeah. Uh, all right. This is the part of the show where we go across the pond. Hi, Steve. Yeah. Hey, DJ. How you doing? <laughs> Whew, we saved time there. Unfortunately, John's yeah, going to have done. to squirm in his seat now. Yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> no wee break. Yeah, yeah, no, no wee break. No, I've never heard no of wee break. No wee break. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see. Let's get, well, now we're at the real HT experiences for the week. Uh, yeah. So we'll, we'll just go around the table here, boys. We're sitting at a table, right. round table, you know. <laughs> it's like we're sat at a bus stop. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> it really is. Just need Forrest Gump next to us with a box of chocolates. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we can't fit a fourth person on this bench. Oh, no, it's, it's true. Actually, I think we could. I don't know where they would slide in, though. Yeah. I don't know how it would fit on the screen. I, I got this managed. But all right, who wants to uh, who wants to go first? Because I, I I already talked a little bit of fire fire firescape fire fox. It's the sequel. Yeah, Firefox, <laughs> the sequel. Yeah. So can I, we can I jump in with one then? Can I sure. jump in with then? All Quiet on the Western Front. There yep. we go. Jumping Tell in with me, the... Did you guys see it? I know John saw it. Yes. yes. I saw it. Yes. He saw it. Um, I was actually going to say, how about we title the show that? Mm. Yeah. Sure. Good you could. With that? I think you could. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. What, so what did you guys make of it? So I, I thought it well, was. I just titled the show that. Yeah, I, I thought it was excellent. Um, I mm. thought, uh, from a home theater perspective, I thought it was fantastic. Mm. Um, it, it looked great. Um, it sounded great. Uh, and, and yeah, it was. I, I've never seen the original. I know this was a remake, mm. um, but seeing the, I guess, the opposite perspective of the narrative that we've kind of grown up with was very interesting. Right. Um, and it's just devastatingly heartbreaking. Like, I don't know that I'll watch it again <laughs> because it was a very tough movie to watch, but I thought it was great. Like, I'm really happy to have seen it. Um, yeah. yeah. It, did you guys, and you both hopefully went for the German audio and the yes. English subtitles because otherwise you get a, a weird PCM sort of subtitle. Um, That's interesting. Version, right? My PCM flat. wasn't bad. 
I I actually oh, no. I actually did a few of the scenes, um, like the opening when you have mm-hmm. there. There's two battle scenes in here that it actually looked like they went back in time later on in the movie. They're at the it's kind of like the same battle scene again, mm-hmm. and I, I did the first one and I did it Atmos and I did it with the PCM and the Neural X up mixing, mm-hmm. and it was pretty close. It was I thought oh, okay. it, it sounded really good in my room. Uh, the Atmos really? was just more discreet and it was, yeah. um, mm. especially during the quieter scenes, I found the Atmos to mm. be, um, like the birds chirping in the backgrounds. Cause th- there was a lot of, as far as home theater wise, this it's two and a half hour movies, two and a half hour long movie, but it's mostly dialogue driven or just flat out. It's, it's about the visual visuals. It was to mm. me anyways, right. it, it felt and then you got into some action scenes and honestly, the room engagement, the sound, whether you're in Atmos or the, or in the PCM, it's cringy because it's so realistic. It is so mm. painful. Like John said, and it's like, you're watching this and it's like the visuals are tough to watch, but then the sounds of these, of what you're seeing on that screen. And especially with the discrete Atmos, I just felt like like I said to John before you got on earlier, Steve, I'm like, it's like Schindler's list. It's so you, mm. you need to see it. It's a great home mm. theater experience, but it's like almost like a, should be a once in a lifetime experience. Like mm. just do it, get it, you know, and just really experience it. And it, it, it yeah, it's tough. Mm. It is really tough, but it's really, really well done. Yeah. I mean, I, I, when I first turned it on, I was assuming it was going to be like, R R R. And it would be in its original language, and then you'd get the, the English subtitles by default. Right. So when I first put it on, I didn't even check. I just just ran it. And that first bit, I remember thinking, is the camera panned around and, and through the trench? The, 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 I remember thinking, okay, well, one, they're speaking English. That's weird, because I'm sure this is supposed to be in German. <laughs> yeah, um, right. But also thinking it was very front-heavy for me. I thought, okay. that, it, it doesn't, it, I'm not getting that movement around the back of the room that i would normally expect with an atmos presentation and especially yeah. since i i had had very good word from people who had seen this before you know when it was because it had a limited theatrical run that that it was a real you know a, a new dawn for for sound design mm-hmm. so so when i heard that i'm thinking what the hell's going on here and then of course i looked and realized it was pcm so then when i engaged the atmos in the german the the, the original german audio and then the, the english subtitles the room came alive Mm. You know, suddenly there was a whole back to the room that wasn't there before right. in terms of the audio. Um, so it made a big difference for me. I, I really sort of noticed a, a, a dramatic difference. But I, I, I thought, it, yeah, I mean, I think it's a film to be engaged with rather than enjoyed, which I think is probably uh, what great we, we've way talked it, about yeah. before. It's a, it, you, you, you experience it. You don't enjoy it. I think if you enjoy mm-hmm. it, you've got a screw loose somewhere. <laughs> right. um, so so it, it, it was that. I, I thought the bass didn't quite, yeah, I thought the bass didn't quite go as deep as, say, for instance, Saving Private Ryan or even 1917 for me. No, Not but it quite. was a stream too. Exactly, and yeah, and I've right, got to, yeah. I've got to accept that. I, to me, I think it would, it's a very interesting companion piece to 1917. Yes. I think you could watch the two and see two sides of the same coin. It's a bit like um, Flags of Our Fathers and Letters from Iwo Jima. Mm-hmm. It's almost right. exactly the same thing. You, you kind of get that, 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 that uh, two sides of the same conflict. But yeah, it's devastating. You know, I mean, from the from the very opening with the with the um, I mean, this is it's in the first few minutes. So I don't think we're spoiling anything, but the clothing being recycled, right. and then you know, with, and, oh. and that just starts off this 
this this you you realize very quickly this is not going to be your flag waving yeah. what about you get a helmet with a this is with be... a hole in it right. you get a helmet yeah. with a bullet <laughs> hole in it that that one right. character yeah. is like running around the entire movie the helmet they gave him has got a hole in it you're like yeah quite and the, and the, you know the thing oh it was too small so they gave it back you know, and as he's taking the name tag out, it's just, oh, right. goodness gracious me. Yeah. But, uh, but and there's yeah, a so pile I'm, of name tags on the floor underneath yeah, his feet. Yeah, you know? just, oh, it's, my goodness. Really but, bad. Uh, but, yeah, so, that, so as a film about the futility of war and that, and the, you know, war is old men talking and young men dying, it, right. it, it absolutely, mm. you know, makes that point in space. But to your point, DJ, on the, the visuals, you're right. There, there's those beautiful yeah. shots still shots of sunlight coming through the trees and, and these, these, these sort of just shots of nature in amongst all of this hell um, was just, yeah, it was, 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 was gorgeous. And it, it just such a well-made film. Did you um, notice that they like the vibrancy, the saturation in the color was like turned down, like, mm. like maybe what, 5% or something like it had mm. nice color to it, but it mm. gave it that old, older feel. Right. It, it yeah. was like, mm-hmm. I feel like, especially after going, you know, we'll talk about Maverick in a little bit, but you watch Maverick or, uh, uh you know, multiverse of madness or Thor love and thunder. And you know, we or know what, vi- what vibrancy <laughs> looks like, right. Mm-hmm. You, you know what a nice vibrant picture looks like. Mm-hmm. So when you go to something like this and how it's, I don't want to say muted because even like there were some, um, dusk scenes or something where, or where they had fires going out in the streets. Right. And those fires had nice light to them, like really bright, looked really good. And all the colors around it were really nice, but they were just like, just a little bit, just desaturated a little bit, which I thought was really cool. Like to set that tone that this comes from 19, you know, 18 really. And it's, it it, was just really nice. And the other thing that, John, like you mentioned, the the original, if this is even close, I haven't seen the original either, but if this is even close, the original came out in 1930. Right. That yeah, to me it's, it's... was heartbreaking that you could make a movie like this in between the two world, world wars. War. Yeah. In between. And that right. nobody learned. Right. Mm. And you're like, it's like human nature. We're just stupid. <laughs> just yeah. stupid. Well, I mean, and we're like, still going to war. I oh, mean, I know. To this day, I we're know. Still doing I, that's what. It, so. That's my point. It's like, yeah, that was then. Hey, look at where we are today. And it's, I mean, it, you, you you see this stuff, and it that, that's what to me is just mm-hmm. like, it, it's heartbreaking. You you look at this, mm-hmm. and it's like this, like the original came out twelve years after this took place. Mm-hmm. Twelve years. Yeah. I didn't realize that movie was that old. Nineteen thirty. Yeah, yeah. I thought. It, yeah, I thought it was the forties. I must admit, but I didn't. I haven't checked. I haven't seen yeah. it either. But it won't be anything like this. You could not have no. made this film back then. They just, you just well, wouldn't have got away with it. Bearing in mind, not with that most very fresh. Well, indeed. Well, not with that. Yeah, but <laughs> probably even the the truthfulness of it. It was mm. probably very very much propaganda back in 1930 right, right. you know but but aren't we lucky aren't we lucky that that we've got an organization uh, an organization like Netflix who is prepared to to support these kinds of films yeah. and and put only not only just from a home theater perspective although it's great for that but that are prepared to to spend the money on these movies to bring them to us from all we over the never world have seen something like this yeah. e- exactly like RRR. this exactly we w- we would have never seen these movies we we would that would not nope. have come across us at all or our, our consciousness at all um, so it's it's very cool 
in a yeah. in a in a in a thing there, if that's not an appropriate thing to say. But it's it's very good that they bring yeah. these things to us to see so that we can then experience them. But yeah, I I think it's a great film. I just I've been looking forward to it for a long time. There's a producer on Twitter that follows me who who did a special showing of it, a screening of it with the director. And this was about three or four weeks ago. And he tweeted me there and said, this is something special and you need to need to see this as soon as you can. And, you know, we're so lucky that we get to see them on, you know, a decent screen and a decent sort of home theater and, and see it properly. Yeah. It was very, very good. Yeah. Mm. Really good. Um, that, and I have one, I mean, there's a few scenes in this movie, but it's, it's again, for beautiful scenes at one hour, 40 minutes, 40 seconds. I think you guys will know what I'm talking about. The flare across the sky mm-hmm. and that you just see that it, it was just so cool to see, especially mm-hmm. in HDR and like that flare coming down, but then noticing the ground as the ground start, as the flare gets closer, the ground starts to get lit up a little bit more. Cause you didn't, I didn't really know what it was at first. I'm like, you hit, and it's like, Oh, okay. And then they, you see on the right side of your screen, they go to the people looking out from the building. And then as the flares coming down, the light changes. So the shadows all shift and the way that moves across your screen and everything, it was just, and the entire movie is like this visually audibly. It's like, there's just, it's very artistically done. It's just very like emotionally devastating to watch. (laughs) I think the two the two scenes for it, it yeah and I think the two scenes for me that I haven't got the timestamps forgive me I was engaged exactly uh, right <laughs> was the second they start saying creeping barrage so that that part it was oh here we go yeah and that you know and again very similar to 1917 when they trip the they trip the, the booby trap thing so you get the you get the atmosphere as the whole ground oh, of them is right. starting to fall in that was amazing um, for subwoofer yeah, like so, and, and that's funny because you said like it didn't have the depth of base but that scene kind of that one scene did that one that scene was, did. i know exactly what you're talking yeah, about yeah. yeah yeah but compared to say because you've got an almost identical scene in 1917 right where they right. trip a, a booby trap in the in the in that bunker and that feels like your room is caving in over your head. And right, I felt right. this didn't quite get there. You felt the power right. of it, or I did, but you didn't. But it didn't feel like the room was about to fall in on top of you. Whereas in 1917, I genuinely yeah. thought, "My goodness me, this is you know, this is this is what it feels like to be right. buried alive." Um, right. So it's it, it's that that extra punch to the base at the very low end that I didn't quite get with this. But then again, I think you're. I think you're right. I think this is more of an artistic film. I don't think there was necessarily an intention to do that. It's not a sub killer. Yeah. This one. It's a, it, but, but so there was that one. And then the, obviously the one with the tanks as well, as soon as the tanks start rolling, um, right. you yeah. know, that, that I think again is like, Oh my goodness me. It's a, just a cacophony of noise. Um, oh, and, yeah. and, and you, you know, really felt that, um, as did the poor soldier that the tank went over. Yeah. Um, so he felt that too. Um, goodness <laughs> me, but yeah. there we go. So it was such a good film and, and anyone listening or watching, you know, go straight to Netflix, watch it, but just remember German audio, English subtitles, because they yes. get the full board. Yes. Atmos. Get the that, you know, yeah. yeah, that's that's uh, very important to emphasize because if you hadn't told me, I, I wouldn't have found it. I wouldn't mm. have thought to go through the different, unless I saw it online mm. or something. But yeah, you have to listen to it in German. And then even mm. the audio, the subtitles, I kept, because uh, I kept flipping back and forth when I was trying out different things. And it's like the uh, audio subtitles, there's a version with the descriptive audio. And then there's also just mm. the, all you want is the dialogue. So make sure you just click right. that. Otherwise you get the, you know, like 
you know, it'll say dog barking, chirping. birds yeah. chirping. Yeah, yeah. yeah. mosquito. Yeah, well, I was wondering about th- what's the descriptive audio. I imagine it's just people going, "Ow, ow, yeah. ooh, that looks nasty." <laughs> yeah, ooh, that's yeah. got to hurt. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah, sorry, making light of a, diff- of a serious subject. <laughs> hey, no. I'm Irish. I could have gone all day like that. Uh, <laughs> so, all right, all quiet on the Western Front. We all agree. Mm. Fantastic, mm. must see. Mm, yeah. And then that's it. Hundred <laughs> percent. Great home theater movie. All right, John, what do you got, buddy? Uh, well, I I watched Dracula, uh, nineteen thirty one. Yeah, from the uh, I cracked open the Universal Monsters set that I bought. Okay. Um, I only got a chance to watch that one so far. Uh, I know you talked about it a couple mm-hmm. weeks ago, so I won't go too much into it. But, uh, but yeah, I thought it looked fantastic. You know, again, this is a movie. Um. I mean, I only ever saw it once on the big screen, but I was really young. Yeah. Um, but no, this is a movie I've never seen anywhere else except for like a 13-inch TV yeah. with, you know, and so having this, um, you know, even though it was shot in 4x3, it was still massive, you know, on yeah. the screen. And uh, it was a bit grainy. Um, yeah. And I know that was part of the crit- somebody's criticism of, of this transfer, but I thought it fit the movie perfectly because again it's from 1931 and it it, you know um but it looked fantastic you know it sounded awesome did did you right i did yes the the noise floor that you want because it it it, it like pulls you in it's like because when you pause it all of a sudden your room goes dead quiet and you're like oh wait a minute you hit play and it goes yeah so i mean obviously there's no there's no atmos here there's nothing i mean it was it did up mix into neural x but i mean there's no no overhead yeah. sound. I mean, there's nothing happening on anything <laughs> except for the front speakers here. But um, yeah, how about now, those close-ups though? That corny <laughs> as hell, right? Because again, I haven't seen this movie probably since I was a kid. So yeah, there was just literal like still photos, like <laughs> yes. of the of like the pocket watch and things like that that they just put up on the screen. It right. was crazy, but it was so much fun watching that. I can't wait to get into the other three. Yeah. Um, in, in, what do you what's even in though it's November, set? I am going to watch the oh, other okay. three. Um, I saw Wolfman. I'm going to save the yeah. other two. What do we got? Invisible Man, Wolfman. There's Invisible Man and Frankenstein. Frankenstein are part of right. that set. Yeah, right. Um, and I'm hoping for a nice sale on Black Friday for the second volume because I'll pick that up as well. Um, but yeah, <coughs> I really enjoyed it a lot. Um, it, it, and again, it looked fantastic. Never looked better. Never sounded better. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so much better not being 13 inches <laughs> exactly <laughs> on a might grainy, have been nine inches yeah might not, have been yeah, like nine inches, nine back inches then. on a grainy yeah. uhf channel <laughs> yeah where i had to like hold the the rabbit ears to have you to seen get, those uh, yet steve get the picture no i do you know what i haven't uh, although i must i have to confess because again we're, we're, it's a safe space isn't it we're amongst friends yeah. <laughs> it, it's, a, it's, it's a little old for my tastes it's just oh, a little yeah. bit too far back for me i mean yeah. i get the kitsch value i get the the, the again because we did yeah. i didn't grow up watching those i mean right. for us over here we had the hammer films so we'd have the the hammer horror yes. so for me dracula's christopher lee and 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 those kinds of films so i grew up with those and, and have fond memories of watching those when i was far too young but the, and i remember watching really... those on saturday afternoons here as mm. well yeah. 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 So so we never we didn't really get the the Bella Lugosi, you know, kind of black or at least I didn't and I didn't really get to see them. So they don't have the same 
um, uh, affection or for me because I've, I've never seen yeah. them, and and so yeah. so I'm not quite as keen. And again, only because I'll get annoyed if Blade doesn't show up in Dracula, obviously like Werewolf <laughs> right. by Night. You know, if we don't get Blade, what's the point? Right. So, <laughs> so I have to confess I haven't seen them. So I'm not Blade's not in the knowledge. Dracula from but, 1931. Uh, but yeah, it's amazing it's to me. It's amazing to me the innocence of 1931 because mm. at some point this was a scary movie for people. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> and, well, it was scary it, getting it a is, movie on the screen back then. But it, were, oh it my is god, so <laughs> so comical to watch. But like at some point, people watched that in the theater and covered their eyes. When, when Bella Lugosi came when, on screen, when all you, you know? saw were his eyes. Yeah, <laughs> nothing happened on camera, right? Every death happened off camera, you know. But it's yeah, I don't know, it's crazy. I, yeah. See, for me, I think I would be more remembering the movies that have shown those bits. So there are other right. films that have shown that, you know, on someone's TV or yeah. or whatever else. So so that's what I would know them from. But yeah, so right. I must have, I probably won't pick that yeah. one up. And but, again, it know. is it's just a, it's just the, the nostalgia, nostalgia factor yeah. of it. They're not good yeah. movies, really. No, <laughs> but no, but um, it's it, but it was a lot of fun. What is fun, yeah. and I think you would like Steve, is just the set designs, how they mm-hmm. acted, how we've evolved, and like going to. Mm. I watched The Wolfman recently, it, or right the week after this. And what you know, and the Wolfman takes place, or the movie came out like 10 years later. It was like 10 years. Yeah. Yeah. So what you're seeing is the progression of movie making, really. Mm -hmm. Right. And Mm -hmm. it's like in Dracula, like John, you notice like there's no movement. It's like a fixed camera, like bolted to the floor, not on a pivot. Everybody has to stay in shot. And then like the scene's over. And it's almost like. They were, I wanted to say there were a couple scenes, like the scene ended and they didn't cut right away. And they all just were like, then they cut just away. Standing around. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. stand, like the last word was spoken. And then they like, okay, now we go. Or they'll go like, they'll walk in the house and they're walking in at one pace. And then they'll come in. Then the can't, now they show the camera of them coming in the house. And now they're like sprinting. Right. <laughs> it's like a complete, but it's supposed to be just like the same door. It's, it's weird, but. It's just movie making, and I think you'd enjoy that. Um, mm. But I mean, maybe they, you don't they, want to pay for that. Here, yeah, yeah, if they come out here, I, I don't think they've got a, 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 yeah. an English release, and I'm not. I wouldn't import them because of the amount right. it would cost. But yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I'm curious. But then I think I can satiate that curiosity by just seeing it on YouTube. I'm sure. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. and honestly, oh, yeah. you could probably watch us on YouTube <clears throat> and get the same experience. Yeah, yeah, because <laughs> that's all you're really so, looking for. But it was yeah, fun. To, yeah. It's fun to have them. Yeah, no. Um, I mean, it's good. Again, it's good that they want that they're releasing these kinds of movies. It's just good that they're doing it. You know, for for different audiences, some people really want them, and then it's good that they're they're, the 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 net is being cast that wide. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's. I mean, it's good. Um, (laughs) Carl chiming in. All important part. uh, All important part of film history. Says, "Oh dear, Steve. All those classic monster films are a must watch." (laughs) <laughs> um, and they're, they're horror wrong, I love a good that's your feature. genre I, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I love a good creature feature there don't get go. me wrong yeah. but you know yeah <laughs> there are limits alright <laughs> uh, let me see mine Firefox uh, opening scene with the helicopter chase scene really really cool uh, just a, this as a home theater movie not a must own it's not I mean it's it, it you know DTS uh, 5.1 wasn't really it it didn't knock you out of the park it was you know kind of early 80s uh there were some like the battle scenes at the end um the chase scenes actually you got some pans across like they'd swoosh from one side of the room to the other 
but nothing like this was a very dialogue heavy movie mm. up until like i said with like 48 minutes left is where you get the you know that's where he gets out and now it now he's in the plane yay but it's like i i what was this two hours 20 minutes something like that it's a longer movie i can't yeah. remember the time on it exactly but um but there is there's a russian commander in here kenneth collie and he played he was in firefox fox he sound was, very russian he's a yeah. colonel no that's his real name he oh, was a oh. colonel in firefox but he was admiral pete or piet mm. p-i-e-t-t admiral piet in empire piet, yeah yeah. In Empire and Jedi. And okay. as soon as I saw him, I was like, oh my God. It's like, it, <laughs> like, like his mannerisms. And he actually questioned somebody on something, which was like, a, like a dead ringer for Empire. When he's like, just the look on his face, I was like, oh my God. I, and I just watched Empire last week. So, but it was like, yeah, it's like, it's funny when you see stuff like that. Like I said, in Wolfman, we had, um, the, the guy from, uh, Trading, Trading Places. places. No, yeah, trading places. Um, oh, the flashbacks at the beginning of Firefox, where they flash back to his memories of Vietnam and stuff. Mm. Heavy, heavy grain, like yeah, really, really bad. And then when they freeze the shot, like the grain like stays on the screen, but it's like it, it like they literally took something grainy and put it over the. It was weird, but it was heavy grain to give you the idea like this isn't reality but what right. what was nice is when they came back to reality it felt like you were watching like this 4k hdr and it was it's really just hd like hd but it was just right. so crystal clear compared to that over grain that they did just to make you just to differentiate between the two things um let's see oh yeah and i was oh <laughs> this scene do you remember the movie at all, Steve? Do you remember when? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, I pretty, I remember it pretty well. Yeah. This, I, I don't time. know the timestamp on it, but it was like you know when they go to his house. It reminded me of Commando. Remember when in Commando when they get to his house and just to get him to to join up is at his cabin, and it was the same thing. Like he's running to his cabin. This Clint Eastwood's running to his cabin. Then he he hunkers down in a corner and go breaks into the sweats and everything and has all the flashbacks. Right. Oh yeah. Yeah. But mm -hmm. when he comes to the two pilots are like in his face with full helmets on vi black visors down. <laughs> like they ran all the way from the front lawn where they landed the helicopter into the house. And they're like, what were they like a foot and a half away from his face? Like trying to wake him up. <laughs> Their visors are down. And then the commanding officer or whatever, standing behind him, like, come on, get him up. And they're like, you can't, it was just the funniest, <laughs> most ridiculous thing because yeah. they opened the shot with like Eastwood's eyes opening up. So that's what you see on your screen. And you're like, oh my God. Uh, let's see what else. Um, yeah, one hour, I think it's one hour and 27 minutes. He steals the plane. That's, and so for the rest of the movie is 48 minutes it's left. The plane. Yeah, is yeah. the plane. Uh, and oh, and John Ratzenberger's in it too. Oh, he's Cliff. Yeah, Cliff Clavin. He's in Empire as well. So, Cliff is. Yeah. Who was he in Empire? He's a Hoth soldier. Oh, is he? Because he, yeah. that's kind of what he is here. He yeah. it, literally, he's part of the crew on the uh, in the Arctic. At 
that that's gotta make the runway and that's it yeah that's and I, as soon as i saw him i was like he had a line in this did he have a line in uh empire i think he did um i have to go back and see it again yeah, I but i know i know he was uh one of the hoth uh soldiers yeah it was a fun rewatch <laughs> uh like i said i rented it i won't buy it though it was it was fun to rent but it, it was decent I think I had it on DVD. I don't think it's out in Blu-ray. I think I'll probably pick it up on Blu-ray just for old time's sake. Yeah. 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 So. <laughs> All right, John, what else you got? Um, well, I'll save Maverick because I know we're going to talk about That's that. That's the last one. Yeah. Um, Second to last. But, mm-hmm. So actually, right before we started, since I had some extra time, I watched the first episode of uh, Guillermo del Toro's Cabinet of Curiosities oh. on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is in Dolby Vision, Dolby Atmos. Um, this is like an anthology horror series, so they're 45-minute self-contained stories. So I watched the first one. Um, yeah, it was pretty good. Uh, I enjoyed it. Um, pretty good use of Atmos um, throughout. Of course, I don't have Dolby Vision, but it looked, still looked great. Um, and pretty interesting story um, for the first one, but seeing the, like, basically coming up this season, you know, like the little trailer at the end, it looks like every other episode is going to be better than the one <laughs> that I just watched. But, um, but yeah, I, I enjoyed it. Um, I was trying to get to this last week, you know, obviously for Halloween, but I didn't get a chance to start watching it. So, um, so yeah, I'm going to check out the rest. I, I enjoyed it. Cool. Yeah. Uh, John uh, Brockstar says, John Ratzenberger tells them to get their speeders. That's what I thought. Yeah, I, mm-hmm. I thought he had a and line, but I wasn't one hundred percent sure. Yep. <clears throat> John always at the ready to correct you. I know, yeah, not you. Right. I mean, you as in the general you. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> love telling me I'm wrong, and I'm wrong all the time. So that's what's great about that. That's what I thought about doing the live chat. Because how many times do we sit here and go, "Oh, what was it?" Now we have people giving us the answer. Right now we have people telling yeah. us. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, and I mean, nobody better than my buddy Steve Brockstar. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's go. Actually, let's do our last. Um, well, how many more do you have, Steve? Because we're going to do, uh, let's do um, Maverick last, but we can do, uh, okay. what you call it? Bullet Train? Bullet Train. I got that in. You did? Yes. Good, yes. I, the long one. Have you now, it is. Now, you say about the trailers. Now, I had not seen a single trailer to this film. I, I knew a little bit about it. That was it. So when I saw this, I absolutely loved it. I was blown away by this film. Um, it was I wasn't great. blown away. It was good. Oh, okay. But it was, okay. I mean, it's a great home theater movie. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. it's a lot of fun. Um, picture is great. Sound is great. Uh, mm-hmm. And the story, the story is definitely fun. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, to me, I thought it was a mixture of, uh, of, I don't know, you've got sort of John Wick, you've mm-hmm. got Tarantino, and you've got... Uh, um, you know, all of yes. that kind of thrown in. Some into Guy Ritchie, one. too, I thought. Guy, absolutely, yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Did you and, see and it, all John? kind of thrown into the mix. I saw it in the theaters. I haven't oh, watched you did? it at home oh, yet. Oh, okay. I went to the theaters to see it and knew that it was going to be great at home because, you know, mm. you could tell by the theater experience yeah. that it's going to be awesome. I just haven't haven't got the disc in to watch it yet, but I thoroughly enjoyed it as well. I, I mm. really liked it. It was a lot of fun. It's one of those leave your head, you know, leave your mind at the door. Right. <laughs> don't don't think too hard about it. Just yeah. enjoy it. Yeah. Um, it was Brad Pitt being the most Brad Pitt. <laughs> you know, he just looks mm-hmm. like the older he gets, the he just has fun being himself and in mm-hmm. playing these characters. 
and he was awesome, oh, you know? Yeah, and yeah he, it, it, exactly. And that, that's what I felt it, like through the entire movie. It, it, I felt like it's just Brad Pitt being like Ocean's Eleven Brad Pitt or right. just the cool guy has all the answers, but just it's... And then... Right. I don't, I'm obviously just wants to be super Zen. Doesn't want to fight anybody, but fights everybody, well, you know, <laughs> but actually he, it's, it's like he was John wick, but he's trying to be not John wick now. Right. And that's why he's all super Zen and everything. And it's like, right. it, it was a lot of fun. I don't want to give any spoilers away. Cause there's a fun, there's a bunch of fun treats through this movie. Mm-hmm. Right? right. That mm-hmm. like by the end of it, you're like, that was a lot of fun. There were little things popped up here and there, but it's not one I could say like, I'm like, that was, what do you think about rewatchability now that I you could know watch this film really? multiple times oh yeah. yes and will do soon i mean i okay. think i think this will be it just i thought it was great fun now is it a, right, tell me this chaps let me see is it a spoiler if i pitch to you an end credit scene that isn't in the film no, it depends. No, that, that's not <laughs> well, true. I guess it's hard to say, right? It, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, if you pitch okay, so, a bunch of characters let, that people aren't supposed to no, know no, about, no, 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 <laughs> no. Let, let me let me pitch oh, you okay. this. This is what I would have liked to see. This is what they should have done. Okay? Spoilers, they, everybody. They, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. so I don't think it's a spoiler to say he he. he so you said he's Zen because he's talking about that's Brad Pitt talking about his 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 therapist called Barry, isn't right. it? Yes. Oh yeah, okay. yeah. So so. Lo- what the end credit scene that should have been there is one in there but yeah, the end credit is. scene there should have been yeah is him on the couch in the therapist's office the yeah. whole thing should have been being recounted by him yes you hear barry it pulls back and it was george clooney yes <laughs> that's that, what that it should have been, been awesome yeah. yeah you're right you're right absolutely yeah. <laughs> that would yeah that would have it would have been fantastic and yeah. then i just uh-huh. It would. I just thought it's got to be. Surely, come on, we want to see right. this. And, yeah, and, you know, I just think that would have been very cool indeed. Or and, even... and bear in mind, it is. It's a very Ocean's Eleven movie, as you said. Yes. It's, it's, yeah. it's told with that lightness of touch. And yeah. of course, they were in the Ocean's films together, and they, yeah. you know, it it would have been fantastic. That's so. Afterwards, that's what I was pitching to everybody I could see. Yeah, <laughs> that's a million that is... dollar idea, Steve. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, we never actually. That's the thing is, we never find out who hmm. he is. So I no, mean, which would have been fantastic, wouldn't it? I mean, I hope they're right. going to do a sequel. And we'll I said that's out. for the sequel, right? Yeah, and we'll find Bullet out where he is. Crossed. Yeah, <laughs> Bullet Buzz. I mean, it, it, it did really well. It did really well. Yeah. So hopefully, it will. It yeah. will. You know, we will see that. You know, it yeah. would be good. But I, I thought it was fantastic. And there's lot. And like you say, these there are not just Easter eggs. There's not just these treats. There are Easter eggs on top of Easter eggs in this film. Yes. You know, mm-hmm. there, there is there there is a a. Um, one Easter egg of a certain person yeah. is reading something from another thing that links back to this thing. Yes. It's, it's absolutely fantastic. I, I yeah. really enjoyed it. And, and another really good Sony disc, actually. So as soon yeah. as it starts off, you know it's going to be good with all the neon and, and, and the, you know, yeah. the bright colors. Um, but yeah, no, it, it was great. I, I had a great time with it. More than I think I thought I would. I thought it might be a yeah. bit slower. I, you know, I'd been told... It's got Tarantino-esque to it. So I thought, well, okay, there'll be these really talky scenes. But I thought everything was done with such a lightness of touch yeah. that it was impossible not to just go along with it, you know, just to be swept along. I uh, thought... Yeah, so I, I loved it. I thought if you just added some music and dance numbers, it would have been RRR. It had that yeah. same yeah. kind of, yeah. like, colorfulness and mm. humor and everything. But it, it just... Didn't, but honestly, couldn't you see, like, Brad Pitt doing that? Like a, a, that yeah. adding that into the, and right. we would have been like, we would have loved it. 
right? It would have been like, oh, yeah. Yeah, it was. It I, was I think it's very re- for me. It's pretty rewatchable too. Like I'll mm. watch the disc multiple times once I get it. Mm. Yeah, I, I think I'll rewatch it soon as well. I don't think it'll be yeah. months from now. I think I'll. I, I can see myself rewatching that in the next couple of weeks. Um, you know, it, it, again, it's got that rewatchability for me. Not quite as good as much as Maverick has, but still quite a bit. And right. uh, yeah, it's so much fun. That's- Maverick's endlessly rewatchable. Well, that's the thing is I'm wondering if I'm suffering from that. Like, I'm just like everything in my mind is like, well, it's just not as good as that. So right. it's like, you're like, this is great, but this, eh. so maybe that was it. I, Cause I wanted to see it really bad. And like I said, I've, I've been delaying and delaying it cause I wanted to watch it mm. with my son and I just ended up watching it. So now I'll watch it with him. But again, I, I really liked it, but it's not like I'm like, Joe, you got to see this now. Like, it, it wasn't like that, but it is. It's really good. I'm just not like, mm. not like Maverick. So, right. Is that all we got? We ready to talk Maverick? Because I, mean, I want to get your perspective. Nothing's like Maverick, right? Like, huh? <laughs> nothing? Nothing's like Maverick, right? <clears throat> I mean, no. I think is now uh, we've, you know, Todd and I said the other day, we think it's the disc of the year. What do you guys think? And, and all, I mean, people are saying disc, best disc ever. I don't know. What do you get? Let's well, I, start with I, I that. I mean, I've only watched a couple scenes at this point, so I can't really comment on the entire disc. Okay. Um, but I, you know, for me, like, you know, Dune came out this year too. So, um, and, yeah. and Dune is fantastic. So, um, not having watched Maverick all the way through yet, it's hard to say. I mean, I did see it in the theater, so I know what mm. it's right. capable of. But um, <laughs> yeah, I'm exactly so. the same as John. I, I've yeah. only seen I've only seen up to the end of the Dark Star sequence. I've only had chance to watch that first okay. sort of bit. But um, but I, and also I've seen it in theaters as well. Guys, um, it's so been out I, for like 20 hours. What have you been doing? <laughs> I don't know what I what I was. It, you know, it was only Halloween yesterday, yeah, so yeah. Steve's got a national <laughs> crisis going on. Right, you've got yeah, a job. Yeah. Come on, guys. <laughs> yeah, no, well, quite. Or to all my clients, everything is a national crisis to them. Right, um, but uh, but yeah, no. It, it it. So I watched the first sequence, and I watched it a little bit earlier this evening, actually, um, with two other people in the cinema room as well. And at the end of that sequence, all three of us are like, not only we need to see what happens next. But okay. just let's just carry on. But you know, I couldn't. I had to go out to the police station. Um, right. It 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 it's not the best disc ever. I don't think. I I don't quite. I'm not at least not yet. I wouldn't say right. That. But it but it's like cinematic crack, isn't it? It's gonna be right. just. You can just watch it and rewatch it and watch it again. Um, and from the bit I've seen already, you are absolutely right about the difference between the streaming and the and the disc. Yeah. There there is no comparison. It's nice sensibly. Yeah. yeah. And, Especially and I mean, audio up, wise. Yeah, well, quite. So the opening scene, you know, I was listening out for the Top Gun thing, as you'd said. And then, of course, the, the complexity of the sound field when Danger Zone starts and all the, the comms chatter and the, the, the planes going around, the room comes alive. It, it just feels like every wall has got sound coming from it. And it, it, it was just fantastic. Um, but what I liked about it as well, not only do you get the, the you know, the, 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 I'll say trouser leg, but pant leg for you guys. But not only do you get the pant, the, the, the trouser yep. leg moving, you know, b- moving with the bass. Um, what I liked is the complexity of it. So there's a right at the beginning when he's in the hangar, and he is talking to the other guys about how the Admiral Kane's on his way, and there is a there is a there is a pause where Cruz pauses and then says, "Well, he's not here yet." Yeah, and, and in that pause, if you listen, 
you can hear jets flying yeah. in the distance. And I just thought that's such a lovely little subtle moment that I think a lot of people would miss. But because we've got these systems, you can not only hear it, you can pinpoint it yeah. as to where it is. And I thought that was fantastic. I, I liked how the, the, what would have been in any other normal action film, that would have been a, just a quiet scene with yeah. no other, right. no, other dark, no other noise, just, just them talking. But you can hear the other jets, which yeah. I thought was so clever. Um, and then the Dark Star scene just builds and builds and builds with the oh. bass, the music, the, 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 the everything. Yeah. Um, and I, it, it's fantastic. It's such a – that whole bit there from, from second one, the Paramount logo, to oh. when the screen goes dark after the, 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 the Dark Star goes offline right. is a demo – is a demo film in and of itself. It's like a, it's a, it's perhaps yeah. like a short film. Yeah. And you can, and it's just fantastic. Even uh, in the hangar, can, the colors, mm. the, 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 yeah. his of the, the t-shirt his with uniform. the grease yeah. in the, mm. awesome. Uh, speaking yeah. of, um, if you liked that in the hangar with the, the, mm. the, uh, jets in the background, mm. when they get to the scene where they're in the classroom, the first time he's in the classroom and he's holding up the manual for the F, uh, what, 18, F-18, right? 18 hold it. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. So he's holding, this is it, right? When he, they're introducing him, which is like when they introduced Charlie in the first one, Kelly McGillis, listen to your front right channel and you'll hear like two jets go all the way mm -hmm. around your room. They start at the front, go across the front of your room from front, right to left, and mm -hmm. then down the back side to the back left of your room just like if you were sitting in that classroom listening to these jets yeah, or whatever. It, it was awesome. It's awesome. And the whole movie is like that. Mm -hmm. um, fun thing to do. I know we all own Top Gun. Watch this movie. Have fun with it, right? Throw in Top Gun. You're going to be like, Ugh. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just that opening scene. It just, the disc, the 4K disc, just, it's, just feels flat. It just, I mean, it just does. And there's nothing yeah. you can do, but I don't know. Can they, are they going to remaster it or something? But it's just like, it's the same opening scene. It's the same song. Just doesn't have that same, it's it, the dynamics of it are different. It's just, it's a little different. Um, but it is nearly 40 years old. Yeah. <laughs> but sound <laughs> is sound. Cutting edge, state of the art sound right. design. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, but Danger Zone, the song Danger Zone. <laughs> is the same song, right? Right. It's just a yeah. different, it's just, it's just mastered different. Just, uh, yeah. But so if, if you listen to something on an eight track in your car and then you put a CD in, but this <laughs> is 4k and 4k, same song, 4k and 4k though, 4k disc yeah. and 4k disc. They're both 4k mm. discs. Yeah. Both I mean, the technology was 40 yeah. years younger. I know. The recording <laughs> or, or whatever, older. the master of it is just <laughs> yeah. that much different. Uh, so that's a it, lot. It's, it's a lot of fun cool. to do. But this movie is just it. It's amazing how they've ramped this from beginning to end. Um, one thing I've done, well, two things I did since recording with Todd, which came out on Monday. Um, sit down if you can get it on your iPad. The Base Hunters with Todd, okay, and we did that. We did a little example when we recorded, but then. It's on, it's out now on Base Hunters. Go to AV Nirvana on YouTube and watch those scenes with that graph going next to you. It is so much fun because you can, you're feeling it and now you're seeing exactly what those sounds are, especially 
at that second scene, I don't know if you guys have seen his video yet, but the second one, he just lets it play through. He doesn't back up and comment or anything. He just lets it play through. So if you get it pretty well synced, you can actually experience it in your room just like that. And like now you're seeing like if it goes bright red, you're like, oh, yeah. All right. Now it's not just like watching it on a on a, you know, screen. Uh, the other thing I did, if you heard me talking with Todd and he's he masks it. Okay. Mm. So he watches this entire thing in CinemaScope in 240. Mm. And he said it was yeah, great. That bit. Talking with yeah. Travis online, also of AV Nirvana. He watches it in 240. I put my masking up and I watched a few of these scenes in 240. It plays well. It looks yeah. really good. I was I was surprised. Um, and it's right. Travis is right. It is shot really well. And what, what's funny is, and I said it to him on Twitter, it's like when, before we found out we were getting variable aspect ratio, I was hoping we didn't, I didn't want it on this movie because I was like, I want to have, and I used that. He uh, tweeted out a picture of like when they were coming in at the end of the movie, they're on the mission going over the ocean. Okay. And you see it, it's in the trailers. You see all the planes lined up. It is completely shot for 240 to one, right? It's like, it's just a nice sweeping shot of all the planes in line in formation. That's what I was like, this is what it was meant for. And I said that on Twitter back then. I was like, this is what it was meant for. We don't need the IMAX. We don't need this. But the way this plays in variable aspect ratio really just grabs you and pulls you right into the, right into these scenes. To be fair, if you can get it, if you can watch it in cinemas, it looks great. It does. It really does. It, you don't, I don't want to say you don't lose anything, but it is a great experience nonetheless. Mm. It is really good. Yeah. I see. I love the variable aspect ratio. I absolutely yeah. love it. And I, I mean, I, I found, because I, you guys were talking about the Dark Knight, weren't you? And talking yeah. about how, you know, it changes for like two seconds mm -hmm. and then goes back. There's a shot of a, of a yacht. In the you know in, in you know in the water and, it, and it, you get a suddenly you get the, the variable aspect ratio for one one shot and it goes straight back to the two three five which is weird but uh, but in this I think it it it, it just it, it does pull you in I I love it I like how suddenly ah. it, it it looks like someone's just knocked a hole through the wall of your yeah. theater and you've got a you've suddenly got a window you are right there and then it comes back so it reminds you it's a film and then it goes back to variable aspect ratio and it's like you're right there again. I think it's a it's a really clever device, um, and I, I we wouldn't know the difference, of course, if it was only released in two three five. But but the, right. the fact we've got this variable aspect ratio, well, put it this way: if I had two on the shelf, one was the what I like you guys were calling it the stag stagnated aspect Stag ratio or whatever stagnant stag aspect, yeah, which I thought was a great. Yeah. So if I had that <laughs> what on the else shelf, do you call it? <laughs> yeah. So if I had that on the shelf and I had the variable aspect ratio one, I'd go with the variable aspect ratio. Like the old days of choosing DVDs, you had your widescreen and you had your pan and scan version. Right. You'd always yeah. go for widescreen. For me, uh, it would be variable aspect ratio all day long. Yeah. it's <laughs> On this movie, it, it's probably the best movie to execute mm. variable aspect ratio. It, I mean, yeah. I think it's part of the movie. But I, but yeah. having put my, I, now when I put my masking up, you can, if it's a really bright scene, like a bright line or something, you can make mm. it out in the velvet. But most of the time you really can't. And it's like, if you're just watching the scene, it plays really well and it is framed really well for that. So mm. I could see what Todd's saying, what Travis is saying. 
Um, but I agree with you because it changed my mind. I wanted just the 240 or 235, mm. but this very, it really pulls you in and it, 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 it's part of the movie. It's part of the experience that I think is done. Like no other movie has done. Mm. Yeah. It, it, I think you're right. I think it is a character in the movie and this is mm-hmm. why they release so much stuff about the, you know, how it was shot and you know, with these IMAX ratios, of course, any movie these days, which was got IMAX in it. If they're, if they're doing it properly, they're shooting it with both in mind, aren't they? They're thinking, right, right. how yeah. is this going to look on an IMAX screen? How is this going to look on it in a normal 235 theater? What's it going right. to look like? So they've got to frame it for both, haven't they? Which right. is what I suspect is going on here. You know, you, you, you've got it framed for, for each one. Um, and then you can, you know, you, you take your choice. Um, but we're fortunate that we get to get the, you know, we get the IMAX versions at, at home. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, I case, think it's yeah. great. Yeah, it is. It's very, very cool. So um, as and, far as like movie of the year, uh, somebody made a comment, like said, like, and he was pumping up the movie saying Maverick saved 2022. And I was, I had to push back. I'm like, um, so, so far in 2022, we started with, and like off the top of my head, I'm just like, we had Dune in January. We had the Batman and we had, uh, the Batman came in April Spider-Man No Way Home came in mm. March, or that came in They both came somewhere around there. We had Ambulance yep. that Todd and I thought was like, as far as disc quality, as visuals and audio, that was the disc of the year. But then you had Batman, with the Batman, which was like, it's an artistic treasure for a comic book movie that we were like, visually, audio, the Batmobile. We had all this fun stuff we're talking about. Then we get Jurassic World Dominion. We get Thor, mm-hmm. Love, and Thunder. We have all of these movies that on any other year, those were the present movie of the year. If they were, any one of them was anywhere else. And here we are talking about Maverick is like, no, it's done. It's it. I think there's another one for that list. Okay. That you've forgotten. The Northman. The Northman. Yes, absolutely. Mm. Yeah. I mean, the it's, opening to that. It's been a great year. I went back and watched the opening just the other day. Steve, I really did. I was like, yeah, it is. And that one, you and I had a blast talking about that one because it was Mm. so good. So artistically done, similar to the Mm. Batman and the way they shot it, the, the colors, the palettes, the, the, the audio, it was another one. We've had a great 2022 for home theater movies. Have you seen that, John? Have you seen the North? I streamed it and didn't really enjoy it, but I did pick up the disc recently. Um, and I haven't watched it yet. He's though. pulling a Steve. Um, yeah, because <laughs> honestly, um, you talked me into it, DJ, because oh. I didn't care for the movie really um, mm. when I streamed it. Uh, Peacock, I think, or somebody had it. Mm. And there was no, like a lot of the stuff you're talking about from the disc just wasn't there in mm. the stream. And um, But because of you and the way you talked about how great it was on disc <laughs> – um, you know, I, I did pick it up, yeah. so I'll, I'll, I'm going to give it another chance and see. Because uh, if you like Vikings, if you like the Viking series, this is I, just that that push to another yeah. level. See, and I love Vikings. What I disliked mm. about this movie was the supernatural element they brought to it. That's yeah. Because I, I look at Vikings as a realistic, like, these are real people in real situations. There's no magic mm. or... If the if the movie's about magic, I'm all for it. But like right. these movies are are about real people, so I didn't like that aspect of the film. Um, mm. And then, like I said, I didn't get the home theater mm. part of it uh, with the stream. 
So uh, I am looking forward to watching it though, and and seeing how, yeah. see if it's, it changes it's, my mind. Such a visceral you know? film in, in every yeah. way. It's it's a cinematic yeah. experience. Um, yeah. And the way I looked at the supernatural side of it was was the was just that that's kind of what they believed that right. the, the supernatural side of it is is their superstitions, their belief system in a in a in a um, in a very sort of primeval, primitive kind of society so they think this thing's going whether it's actually happening right. or not is is i think up for the debate yeah, but it's right. such a visceral experience and again when Kyle chimed the in he said bit, it's i think he said it, it, they're supposed to be looked at as dreams is how yeah i think that it. would be yeah. fair yeah. Like yeah yeah and but and again and when you're watching the end spoiler alert you know just think uh, revenge of the sith was no. far <laughs> it's, yeah yeah it's, yeah <laughs> it really was oh, yeah. it, it was a great home yeah. theater scene absolutely mm, right. great home theater scene but yeah it, it definitely was we i think you and i said that too we were like yeah we did we did just i, I think I we both it, said it privately before. in our rooms when we were by yeah. like this is right what the, <coughs> the hell but it's but that for me is one of the films of the year and it, I, I mean i need to i need to watch that again just from the opening onwards I, um you know that just that 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 yeah from the very beginning it's just, i can't it's great i'm i'm so looking forward to this year and sitting down with um, Jeff from HD HD report mm. and Ralph and every year, well, we've done it the past couple of years and it's always been through, like we make our list and we talk through emails and this year we're going, I'm, we're definitely doing it here, but what a year to do it. The discussion yeah. to have on the best movie of the year and and to get our different, all our different perspectives and like in the the years past, we did it through emails and I was always like, but the home theater experience and like, you, and I, I read, I, I showed Jen that scene that I talked about last week from our podcast where I read Ralph's clip. <laughs> My wife was cracking up. She was like, where I talked about Ralph's writing and how smart he is and everything. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, but getting his perspective and. Um, Jeff has a great perspective too. And like, he's very, very much a cinemaphile and like he, he talks about all of these older movies and with, I mean, it's just fun having those three perspectives and this is going to be a real tough, tough year, mm. but still getting back. How, I, how do you not have Maverick as number one? Well, right. But is it, is there recency bias happening here too? Like, are you going to go back and watch, these other movies again you know, before me, you yeah. talk about it because <laughs> Maverick is fresh. I mean, it's so fresh in the, in your mind yeah, that yeah. like Dune happened in January and I know you've probably watched it since then, but like, is it, it it's not top of mind for you like Maverick is. No, so no, but I said like with Todd, I was saying like the, Maverick to me is like almost like the perfect. And now I'm looking at it from a home theater perspective. Right. Right. And that's what I like now. That's what I think is going to be fun about Todd and Jeff. And you guys maybe want to play those roles here. But what like, you both have different perspectives. But I'm saying at a home theater perspective, like Dune is Dune is an awesome home theater movie. But the movie's kind of long. It's not as rewatchable. It's and, a little slow. Yeah. Right. OK. It's slow at times. But, but that's what I said to Todd. Every other movie has a but. There's no, to me, there is no but for Maverick. It's not like, this is a great home theater experience, but 
leave your brain at the door. No, don't leave your brain at the door. Get it in because especially if you come from the 80s like us, it's like you need it to remember all that stuff because we're getting old and we're forgetting right. things. But <laughs> it's like all of this stuff. There's so much to this movie that, that I, I haven't found a butt and I'm not trying to hype the movie. I'm asking people, is this not the home theater? I want somebody to give me a case where it's not. And I'm not no. saying it isn't or it is, but I, I think it is, but push back somebody, but I haven't found anybody that can. I think the only, the only, I, I think this is, this is, I think I might've said to you before for me, I think this is cinematic marshmallow. It's, it's, or cinematic. You can go as far as crack if you want crack, kids. but it's just, it's, <laughs> It's 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 perfect fluff. It yeah. has it's not too deep, it's not too shallow. It's just perfect, sort of a confection, isn't it? It's just right. something that you just it's the you just, perfect you can just wallow in and popcorn. enjoy. It, it is. That's exa right. exactly what it is, and that's where I think with June. Now I've only seen Dune or June um, <laughs> once. I've only seen it once it, at home. I didn't see it in the theater, so I've seen it at yeah. home here, and I I enjoyed it. But I I found I think you and I talked about it, actually DJ mm -hmm. on the second takeover Tuesday. I, I I had to engage my brain more than I would have liked to try and get my head around all the different planets and all the different peoples and races, and and I and I was just about stuck with it for most of it, I think. But I enjoyed it. But I, but I to go back and rewatch that, which I will. I've got to engage fully. You can't just let that do its thing. I, for me right. anyway. Whereas with with Top Gun Maverick, it's designed to be this vehicle, just this perfect thing that you can just hop on and watch, and and you know and just let it wash over you and and have fun with it. And and I think that's where probably yeah. Maverick is the more accessible and then enjoyable film than perhaps June. Although, as I say, that's not taking anything away from the artistry of June because that's right. a whole different, yeah. whole different debate, isn't Absolutely. it? Absolutely, yeah. But Maverick just seems to be a, it, it, it's, a, it's this rare jewel of a very simple story because it, it, that, and that's the criticism that I've heard is, is from people saying, well, it's, it's very basic and it's Star Wars, basically. Maybe that's why you like it, DJ. Yeah. But but the, you know th th that's all it is. It's it's a it's a very it's a it's a very simple story. There's there's not that much depth yeah. to the the, the no. what's going on. Yeah. So I think if 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 someone's going to criticize it, that's where they're criticizing it. But I think that's what makes it so so appealing and so so right. uh, enjoyable and engaging is because of that simplicity. It's, it's just the simple things in life, Steve. Right. Yeah. What well, there you go. Right? And sometimes that's all you need, isn't it? Yeah. Sometimes that's all you need. Yeah. But the depth of elevated. all quiet on the Western Front title of the podcast is is i mean that has art art to it that has depth yep. tons of depth to it right it has emotion mm. it has everything it is as an artistic piece it is way more artistic than top gun maverick mm. but it's rewatchability it's this it's that i mean it's there's just i mean it might be a great experience like you said before but you don't want to do it again you don't it's no. like it's a different piece of art, whereas Maverick is just, I mean, it is just, it's just fun. It is just so much yeah. fun that you just want to keep mm -hmm. doing over and over. And if, if you don't watch the whole thing over, you're just like, I got to see that scene again. And you watch a scene mm -hmm. or you do something. It's, uh, it's so much fun. Well, it, it, again, we had the perfect example of that earlier this evening. As I said, we got to the end of that bit. Would say it was me and two other people got to the end of that bit. And it's like, I've got to see what, what I've got to see it. And everyone in that room had seen it before. Right. And yet everyone is like, I, I've, I've just got to see what happens next. Can't we just carry on? Let's just right. keep right. going with this. It, it has the same effect as the, as the opening scene of the Batman. Where yeah. you get to the end of that, you know, where, where we get to the end of the, the fight on the subway and then it cuts, doesn't it? 
mm-hmm. it's the same thing. It's that opening is just all powerful and really yeah. gets you into the into it. Um, but but Maverick's even more accessible than the Batman. There's no no question. Yeah, you know, I it's, think it's shorter as well. But I right. think yeah yeah that's the other thing. The Batman is like, but it's so long, right? That's right. it's mm. but right. Um, mm. I think Maverick. Let me. I think you guys will agree with this. Maverick is the Shawshank of home theater. Shawshank, mm. if you're watching that anywhere, the writing is so good in that movie. The acting right. is so good that when you flip by it and you just get sucked right into it, right? It's, mm-hmm. it's like watching, you, you just have to finish that movie. That's getting Shawshanked, right? Mm. Well, Maverick is that for home theater. If you're in your theater and you start watching it, you're like, oh my God. And maybe you just flip by to the next time the screen goes wide or whatever. But <laughs> you're like, mm. I've got to watch another one. I've got to watch it. And that's what I'm doing. I did it the other night. I'm watching movies and then I'll see on Twitter, like somebody, since the movie came out on Monday, people will be tweeting, oh, this scene is amazing. Here we go. Okay, let me watch it again. <laughs> let me do it. And I'm, I'm living vicariously through everybody now seeing it, physical media now, and, and just enjoying that and just going back and watching these scenes and, and having fun with it. And that's, that's why I think I'm like, it, it's, it's the home theater version of Shawshank Redemption. Yeah. What's its uh, What's its runtime, DJ? Do you know? Two twenty, I think. Is it that long? See, I didn't. It doesn't feel that length, does it? That's just I, it. Yeah. I'm just. Yeah. I, I was just trying to look it up and see because because it, it doesn't feel that at all. You don't feel that length of time. I would have thought it was a oh, two, Carl, two ten. I just looked. At, Carl, modern Air Force UAVs would have ended the film in twenty minutes. <laughs> yeah, Ooh, no kidding. That's the other slight criticism. I yeah, that's well, the other yeah. Slight criticism there is. <laughs> right. You've got, you've got. I think there are two scripts. I think we said this before that have been melded together here. Yeah, because because for years there was talk about that, that this was going to be crews versus uh, Maverick versus drones, like stealth. It was going to be like stealth. Right. You know, but they, you this, they, that was what the movie was about is they didn't, mm. the, it was almost like the military. This is, this movie takes place at a time when the military doesn't want to go to UAVs yet. So they kind of mm. answer that at the beginning by like, your time is done. And then Tom Cruise yeah. turns around well, and says, this is what not I think today. I, so not well, today so in this movie, next movie, yeah. Carl's right. This movie, Maybe. not yet. <laughs> well, you see, I I think at that point the, the 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 Maverick versus the Drones script ends at that point. I think there was a script where the, the whole Maybe. film was this: Admiral Kane was going to go for drones. Maverick gets fired, but then comes back and saves the day when they all go rogue, like in stealth. Hmm. And I think that's script one. And then script two is a is an homage completely of the 1986 thing. And then it's this men on a mission, you know, yeah. straightforward thing. And I think they just went like that. And I Maybe. think you can see the join at that point because they never mention Admiral Kane again. He never comes back into it. After, after Cruz walks out of the office, you never hear from him. No one says anything else about it. Yeah. And so I wonder whether th- – th- so to me, it just looked like they've just got these two and just Maybe, yeah, that's them a good together. Point. You know? Yeah. But you know, it's not a criticism. It's just an observation from, from, you know, from how it seems that they just never bring See, him See, I back. looked at it that he was just there to play the role of the mm. admiral or whatever that sent him in the first movie to Top Gun. Yeah. Just there to mm-hmm. play the same bald commanding officer to send him to off the Top Gun. Nothing wrong with being bald. Nope, not at all. <laughs> that's why I brought one in. <laughs> <laughs> one in one in i've got nothing against bold people some of my best friends are bold no <laughs> right. no what is it like um 
God only created a few perfect heads. He covered the rest with hair. Yeah. <laughs> well, like that. Can I nick that? I yeah. might steal yeah. that. That's no, right. I've, I just stole it. That's some. That's like a bumper sticker or something. I don't know. <laughs> I've seen that. I didn't make it up. Uh, Trust me. Very little I made oh, up. Man. My two kids. That's it. That's it. <laughs> and I had help in that one. <laughs> Lots. All righty. Um, All right. I'm just looking at the, I'm just looking at the time here, guys. It's I know. Eleven huh? here. Yep. But hey, it's all done for me. I'm like, I know you guys are like this is a long one. We just. I'm like, no, I'm no, done no, for the no, week. No, this no, is great. No. Um. Yeah. Everybody, you all set, John? You got anything else you want to say? No. No, we're good. <laughs> all right. Um. Thank you, everybody, for watching. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank you for everybody chiming in on the live chat. It's been a lot of fun. We've had quite a few people chiming in. I've read a few of them out, but uh, I'm trying to keep up. They're, they were moving a little fast, but green room. This is a success, boys. Having a lot of fun with this. Yeah. Um, Steve, yeah. thank you very much. We'll be back next week. Just you and I. My pleasure. The scheduling apparently is this is yeah. yeah, this is tough. Uh, okay. And but we'll live stream that. We'll be live streaming that. And yeah, okay. John, you and I, of course, will be back next week. We won't live stream all of our conversations. Most okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. That'll do it for this week. Thank you, everybody. Okay. This has been the uh, anniversary edition, running a little long, but having a lot of fun. Uh, we'll be back next week. Uh, I'm not sure when, but until then, go push play. Take care, everyone. Take care. Hey, Fred. This has been a Hey, Fred production with theme music by Jeff Bernhardt and Throne Vault Productions.